Hello, everybody. Mm-hmm. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 364 for the week of October 24th, 2015. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, here with my lovely wife, Anna Marie Privetier. Hey, Chris. Hey. You know, you know what's next week? Um, The Canadian Maple Chugging Festival. <laughs> uh, no, that's no, two weeks from now. By close. Okay. It's Extra Life next week. Extra Life is next week. Woo! All right, we'll talk about Extra Life in a second. First, joining us here, um, running his own Extra Life team, Scott Wachter. And it's two weeks from now. It's on the 7th. Yeah, it is two yeah, weeks from now. Yeah, except for us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're rebels. We're doing our Wait. Extra Life a week early. Prextra Life. So, Prextra so, Life. So, so you're like the Wizards of the Coast team that did it in October? They did it in October? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, they did 25 hours of continuous D&D. Why 20? Because oh. it was... Because they're hardcore. That was yeah. last year. It was 25. It's not on the time change weekend again, is no. it? Okay. No. Because that was evil. Yeah. Yours was... is. Yes. It is? Yes. yes yeah, but, we're, but I'm glad change. we broke it up then. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Also, thank you for joining us today, Scott. You know, I know you can't make it usually. Um, also here today, Alice Wilkinson. Well, here's the thing. I'm actually working next weekend. <laughs> Listen, Alice. Just donate $500 and we'll call it good. Yep. Okay? Done. God damn it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Extra Life, uh, RP Gamers Extra Life is next weekend. Uh, Anna Marie and I and anyone else on the, uh, I think Sarah. Who else is doing it next weekend, Anna? Um, I'm not sure. Is Sarah doing Power it? Lord is going to do Power Lord's doing it. Yeah, so we've got some folks, some readers. Um, so we got... Basically, one RP gamer team doing Some guy it next named weekend. Ross. Yeah, Ross. Yeah, that's Power Lord. That's, yeah, that's Power Lord. Okay. He used to work for the site. Um, He's worked for the site like three different times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll be streaming next weekend. Um, we'll have a Skype call going the whole time. You can join it right here on twitch.tv slash rpgamer. You can watch the whole thing. Um, we're going to do it over two days. So that's why I say the whole weekend. So we'll do nine to nine. Right? Uh, Central on Nine to nine Central on Saturday and Sunday. Nine to nine Central on Sunday. Yeah. And then uh, we'll actually be awake the whole time, which is going to be a unique bonus for Extra Life. Yes. You Uh, will not have to listen to Chris snore this year. Well, you wouldn't anyway, because I'm on a CPAP now. So things are a lot better in that department. (laughs) Yes. But you're not going to have your CPAP on while you're doing Extra Life. No, but I probably wouldn't fall asleep the same. Uh, you know what? I could. I'm sorry, Chris, but It'd be you hard fall to asleep talk. on the couch all the time and you snore. Yeah, because I didn't... I'm going to rest for this. Okay. Well, now I don't have to. So it's all okay. Okay. You, you can, well, you hey, can I listen. mean, I'd be more than happy to join the Skype call for a few hours. Well, Yay! we'll have you on as long as you want to be on. Um, things to look forward to. At some point, we hope to get microphone coverage of Simon snoring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely have to get that. It is very important. That cat likes to snore. Um, I'm sure you'll be able to watch me die in some sort of Dark Souls game. Yay! Which I know makes people happy. Um, We will have Jackbox Party Pack happening at some point. Uh, I think the new one. Um, So we'll we'll figure that out. And then Powie Poo wanted to do some sort of Kickstarter game with you. Uh, Yeah, we'll play some Armello. Um, I know that we'll have... Uh, probably speedrunners because that was very popular last year. Um, Ed joined in on that, and that was fun. Um, I don't know other things that are multiplayer that make sense. Uh, maybe Sword Coast Legends will have some stuff going on with that because you know if all pe- if people are around, uh, then that would make a lot of sense. I think. Well, I'll be up in the mornings, so you can just like poke me. Poke you, yeah. Only in the mornings, huh? Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, well, maybe we'll figure something out with that. 
Um, I'm sure there'll be some Tales of Zestiria if you want to see some more of that. Some Yoshi's Woolly World will probably make an appearance. Um, and I don't know. Trying to figure out what other games. Uh, tweet at us. Tweet at RPGamer. RPGamer on Twitter. Tell us what you want to see played, and we'll try and get that on there. And uh, probably see some new releases from the, from this upcoming week show up there just because it's a convenient time to play through them and stream them well and we're gonna have to play some dragon quest heroes because of all these oh yeah dq heroes makes a lot of sense we'll talk about that during the news section right okay yeah um no i didn't have a story on that oh well then let's talk about it while we do the now playing because we played dragon quest heroes this week right nope no (gasps) nope we didn't touch it okay we'll talk about it in the news section okay you just remind me okay all right uh (laughs) so extra life uh we're we're cruising at a very slow speed, we're stuck in first gear uh, towards our donation goal, so we need your help. If you were at home thinking, oh, they don't need my help this year, we need your help this year. Uh, or otherwise, we won't make our goal. Um, we had a bunch of... Uh, and the children will be sad. Uh, yeah, because we had a bunch of defectors from our party this year, um, and they're, they're doing their own group, so now we don't have anywhere near the firepower as when we had the uh, the Wachters involved and uh, their crews. Um, so actually, I don't care. Um, donate to us. Donate to Wachter, to the Wachters, Sam and uh, Scott. Uh, donate yeah, to the, whoever. My team's about $300 short of our goal. See, there you go. So they're already, they're already hitting on all cylinders. Uh, donate to whoever you want. I don't really care. Just uh, give that money to the kids, and uh, let's do this for fun. So, um, so we got the one RP Gamer team going next weekend, all weekend long. Uh, Scott, and what's the name of your site that you organize uh, your team around? It, it, uh, the team name is Echo Base Productions. Okay. It's a thing that could be a bigger thing later, but right now it's just a goofy name. Okay. Echo Base Productions, which is whatever, whenever they decide to leave RP Gamer and go do their own thing, that's probably what it'll be called. Uh, that's You can go and... Um, it'll have blackjack it'll and have- hookers. <laughs> You can go and donate to theirs because they'll be doing it the following weekend. So that's two week. Are you guys going to stream or are you guys just doing it for uh, on your I own? will stream probably later on. I'll, I'll probably do like late night stream. Late night stream? Okay. My, myself. Uh, the other thing I'll mention is that if you are a broke young person or a broke middle-aged person, because uh, who ha- who needs the middle class, right? Yeah. Uh, you you could just um, take, the, take a day off or take a couple of half days and join one of those teams and Yay. raise money that way. Yeah, you got a week or two, depending on which team you join, and so go do it. Actually, you know, you can join the RP Gamer team and and do it on the the normal time if you'd like. Um, I will not be offended. So, whatever you want to do, uh, we appreciate your efforts and your help. Um, take the time off. It makes it's really it's surprising how much money you can make with a lot of with a little bit of effort. Um, and so those kids will appreciate it, and you'll be playing for a local hospital in your area that you get to choose. So go do that. Uh, all the donations are collected directly by Children's Miracle Network and given to the hospitals. So it is. Uh, it it's actually like, goes right to the hospitals. So like they don't even skim it, anything off the top. It's great. It it's like an eighty nine thing, and that and that eleven percent is um, banking basically. Blame the banks. Fees. Yeah. That, yeah, that's even high. That's high for banking. They should go with Square. We got to talk to them. <laughs> Some lower fees over there. All right. Anyway, so thanks, everybody, for uh, your donations so far and donations to come. And we'll be streaming RPGcast live, of course, um, during two extra lives now, essentially, because next week we'll uh, have it while we're doing it. And then the following week we'll have it while everyone else is doing it. So it should be fun. Um, we'll uh, see you soon with the extra life stuff. All right. And with that, let's talk about what we've been playing. Alice Wilkinson. Go on. Did you deliver any missiles this week? Oh, for God's sake, Chris. 
Alice, how did you not know that was coming? It, does Rebel Galaxy count? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I think it okay. does. I played Rebel okay. Galaxy 2. Um, how do you like it, flying around spaceships and blowing things up with missiles? Because missiles are powerful in that game. Yeah, I, actually, the only thing I kind of really jumped out of me, bearing in mind I've only played like three hours so far or something, yeah, is um, same boat. like <laughs> the soundtrack. Isn't that soundtrack interesting? It's yeah. like Western rock. It's I. It's like it's, it's like space. It's, it's space trucking. It, it, yeah, it's, it's space the trucking soundtrack. Uh, yeah, it's like a more. Of. It's more of a uh, Aerosmith level of rock, and then uh, and you're going and you got this rocket. You got this beat going on, and it, it's got some of the Western guitars in there thrown in there as well for flavor. And you're like, and you're blowing up yeah, ships, it's and it's great. Basically, it kind of feels like you're driving like a beaten up, uh, beaten up dump truck down like uh, I don't know, name a an intercontinental route that crosses the Midwest. In United States, because I actually don't know any of the numbers I because I eighty, yeah, like basically you're just kind of trucking down I eighty. Um, Listen, I've driven along large stretches of I eighty. There is no explosions, missile deliveries, or Western rock music that plays while you go down I eighty. <laughs> no, but it feels like not it even should. near Sacramento. <laughs> and that's the point. It Wait feels like it there's, should. There's mountains before you get to Sacramento, so I don't know about that. I don't know. I, Maybe all reason, the explosions on the other side of the mountain. I just see. Need <laughs> I just need to go further. Jeez, I just Chris, don't, for you, some you were reason, just a little more the soundtrack was the thing that jumped out at me. It's amazing. I think it's perfect. I, I didn't. It's it's such a weird thing at first. You're like, what is this music? This is not my space um, esoteric Vangelis whatever soundtrack that I'm used Hans to, or something. Uh, or... Yeah. And instead, it's like. But then again, I suppose. It kind of, I suppose it's kind of in the title. It's, it's like, like a Rebel space Galaxy. Western. You're in like, I don't know. That was the best impression ever, Chris. Was it? <laughs> Five stars. I don't know. You, you're basically in like a, a galaxy that's just, well, this is the sort of thing that the Millennium Falcon ran around in, right? Yeah. And you are flying the Millennium Falcon, or the well, nearest non-copyrighted the Rasputin. that you can get away with. The nearest non-copyrighted. No, I'm I'm flying the Rasputin, which does not look like the Millennium Falcon. No, it doesn't. It's symmetrical for start. And, and I know there's new ships, but I don't have anywhere near enough credits to buy new spaceships. Um, so I don't where how. So this game is is one of these fly around and blow things up for credits, mine things for credits, or pick things up from one place and deliver them to another place for credits, use those credits to buy better weapons for your spaceship, better armor for your spaceship, better spaceships for your spaceship, if Wait, that makes sense. what? Well, you buy a new spaceship. Okay. You, you transfer everything over. Um, and then you go around to another space station, and all your interactions are in these, like, you press button, and you have these full-screen pictures of an alien talking to you, like, Had you come blah, 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 with subtitles on the bottom, and you pick a conversation choice, and you go do the missions for them and it's a lot of just running around doing missions grinding up upgrades and um and then listening to the rock and soundtrack while you blow up dudes and then then you you do that for a while and you get blown up and you go back from your last checkpoint and and do it again and i don't know if the game develops into anything more complicated or if this is like its own little genre thing i never played games like privateer which i'm sure um, Alice well, I think that's kind. Of, I think that's kind of the thing. It is basically Wing Commander Privateer, but uh, 
the ship combat feels a little bit more like something out of like I don't know Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah, it's like it's got broadsides as your major gun, so you you zoom up your spaceship behind someone, then you turn to the side and start aiming like missile, well, essentially cannon launches from the side of your ship, and and that's your primary damage weapon. And but you can equip other turrets and missile launchers and stuff to kind of do all the work, and you can choose if they all fire automatically or if you have to control them all manually. You could put on space mining lasers, which are good at taking down shields and blowing up asteroids. Double duty there. Woohoo! Uh, so what, what are you finding, Alice? You, are you liking... Is this your style of game or not? Oh, I like it. I, I like it, too. I think it's it's kind of a, a good zone-out game where you just run some missions for a while until you have a cool upgrade and then you feel more powerful. But I'm wondering how long it can last. Um, I don't know. I, I feel well, like... If it's I've, anything like Privateer, it'll be as much as you want. Right. I yeah. played a lot of privateer and a lot of free space. So I mean eventually you can you're going to start getting really good at making money and then you're going to run out of things to buy, right? Yeah, but then Possibly. you just then you just wreck everyone's stuff. Oh, okay. But there is a there is a story mode. That, yeah, story I'm in line. the story. I'm in the story and I don't know what's going on with that story, but it, it feels like you got to finish there's a bunch of qu- it seems like it's hub based, so you do a bunch of quests in one solar system, then you go to another solar system and do a bunch over there. Yeah, but I haven't left the first solar system yet. Neither have I. So, <laughs> wow. I, uh, yeah, it it takes a while. <laughs> well, that seems good. It's you gotta experience that soundtrack. It's only fifteen bucks, which is like crazy. <laughs> and the game's pretty. They put on a lot of graphical effects. Yeah, it is I'm very seeing pretty. Much purple in space. It There's is a lot of space. purple. Yep. There's a lot of red shifting or something going on. And if you fly too close to the planets, your shields start taking damage because you're on fire and should get Hooray. away from a planet. I have not yet tried to crash into a planet. I don't know if that's possible or not. Such realism, much fire? Mm-hmm. <laughs> fire indeed hot. <laughs> yeah. So you oh. seem to be enjoying Can this. you go up or down, Alice? Because I can't no. go up or down. Okay. No. So it's all on this flat plane. Well, it's really annoying when the bombers go over your head and you're like, I can't aim at you now. Go get back. It's called out of... It's called... Well, I mean, the bombers are doing the clever thing. They're staying out of range of your uh, your bigger guns, which yeah. would ordinarily tear them apart. Yeah, but I need to tear them apart. You don't understand. I have a job to do here, and it's to... Go bombers up on the and I can't do that if they're overhead. You know, I just realized we now have a fantastic <laughs> podcast title. What is it? Chris sings heavy metal. Oh, it's not heavy metal. This is country western. Right? Galactic western butt air rock. Quote. <laughs> okay, now we, <laughs> now we have, have to call it galactic Chris western butt, butt rock. rock. Yeah, and if someone gives, good. and if anyone gives me five bucks, I will cut all those clips together into one song, and you can replace <laughs> the MP3s in the game file. Yeah, I will that, send that, it to, to your honest, PayPal. That's worth the money. Very surely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, all right, so. <laughs> Have we butt rocked ourselves out at this point? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Alice, you have anything else to say? One about more. Rebel one Galaxy? more. <laughs> Go on. Oh, no, 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 are you are you happy now? Oh, I'm yeah, was, I'm yes. drilled over the hill. Okay. Or over the moon. Over the moon. Yeah, that was good. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think, I don't know, maybe I'll mention more about it next week because I need to put some more time in it, mm-hmm. maybe. So, um, so Tails, anyone? So Chris plays Tails. I, I and streamed. And it turns out that Tails is a pain in the butt to stream. Oh, my gosh. They have disabled the, in, the, the native PS4 streaming. Entirely. Yep. You cannot stream and any... Ad- Actually, you can stream, and people just see this blue screen and can only hear your voice. Oh, and also uh, they disabled the stri- the Steam one. Although obviously stuff like OBS and uh, other stuff is right. able and to so get around what that. Wait, wait, wait! They is... disabled the Steam streaming too. I think they did. Yeah. Did they disable the Nvidia streaming and the other stream? I don't know. Probably no, I don't think anything, anything that would have hooked. I don't, I don't think they can because anything that can hook the process would, you know. Okay. So we hooked up the Elgato, and said, "Screw ah. you." We're getting zestfully clean. I mean, Zestaria. Seasoner of the future, Anna. And uh, we, uh, there's no salt blocks involved in this. They, uh, <laughs> so we streamed the first hour and a half of the game, which basically took us to the title card. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real late title card, but man, when it comes, no, that sounds it like delivers. Tales. Oh, is that normal there? Okay. So, and the thing I that I so. realized after. There's a long prologue for these. Yeah. So the thing that I've realized after playing the small amount of Tales of the Abyss that I have and watching you play, um, what was the one that you were playing before? Not exactly. Tales of Graces Grace F. F. And now you've been playing Zestiria. These are just like interactive animes. Yeah. With really basic combat systems where you press O a lot. So that's and then fascinating it, to me. Uh, okay. Let's... I. Tales of Zestiria, you can go watch the first hour and a half on our YouTube, youtube.com slash rpgamer.dotcom. So you could go check that out. Alice, you already played this in Japanese, right? Uh, yes, I did, although I didn't actually get particularly far. Okay. So how so, do you compare the, the localization? Uh, the localization, uh, it's going to be one of those cases where the localization team has taken a couple of liberties here and there. Yes, but, you because know, lo- you definitely local- do not want to be caught saucer off. Yeah, um, so localized, remember, it's localization, not direct translation, and I'm okay with that. Enjoy although I, I, village I, of snow. Although, again, I sometimes, there are a couple of uh, translation decisions that just make me go, eh, come on, guys. Really? Like what? Like what? Well, one of the pre-order Mystic Arts, uh, I'm, this is going to sound amazingly nitpicky. Oh, but, that's what I um, want. But, like... <laughs> Well, it just makes me look at it and makes me go, guys, how did you screw the LR thing up right there? Like the one time which I can, oh, geez, it was bad. <laughs> you don't remember the details, though? Oh, I remember the details. Tell uh, us. Miklio, Miklio's uh, Mystic Art in, um, uh, in the English translation is called Final Player, P-L-A-Y-E-R. It should be P-R-A-Y-E-R. It's Final Prayer. Oh, yes. wow. Now... In their defense, that that name has never been localized previously because the one other game that it appeared in was never translated. However, it's a little that's um, still pretty embarrassing. Well, is yeah. it uh, is it actually a prayer? Did the English version just get it right? No, properly? it's a giant friggin' laser beam. But oh, yeah. Um, the all other right. thing is, pray um, <laughs> for laser Why beams all the damn what? time. I don't know what you're doing. They should just call it Final Laser. I don't. But the why other is thing there a player? Is, most of the most of the place names are named after um, uh, named after either names or other things from Arthurian legend, right? 
Um, so a couple of those might seem a little odd when they've been translated, but you know yeah. what? I'm okay with that. Well, I thought that this get translated like four times from Middle English to Real English to Japanese to English. Well, I yeah, thought exactly. that uh, the one place was based off Viking myth in the, the one place we had gone to. I can't even remember now. All right. I didn't make notes of all the place names. There, oh, there just a, seems to wait, be, no, half of Arthur Lee, Arthurian lore is in French. Never mind. Oh, there you go. No, there you go. Yeah, there's there's that problem as well. But there are a couple of times where it's like completely and utterly fine. And then a couple of times where it's a little bit like, eh, that's probably just been run through a transliter transliteration filter one too many times. Hmm. So it looks a little unusual. Um you probably might have noticed it when you pass through the forest early in the game, which is called Around Light. I'm pretty sure it's Arundite. Ah. Which I believe is the name of a sword. It's all, Yeah, it's an Arundite. It is the uh, the unfighting light of the lake. It's a holy sword wielded by Lancelot that is the counterpart of King Arthur's Excalibur. Um, this is then, a wiki again, for the show. No, no, town... I'm reading a wiki for the anime yeah, type Yeah, I know, mood. but there is also literally a town called Lady Lake, so, you know. Yes, yeah, and so Arundite would make sense. Hmm. Yeah, but it is around light. But then again, I say transliteration filter probably got that one. So. I wonder who eh, localized whatever. that, because I thought like 8.4 like had done some of the Tales games. Maybe not um, this one. I don't uh, the other so. thing I will say about it that um, sort of based on um, uh, sort of what I've played through so far, which is quite, I'm actually quite a far, quite a way in. How long have I been here? Like 20 hours or something? I don't know. Um, there was a couple of times during the game where I was like, this music sounds like it could come out of an Ace Combat game. And then I looked at the, uh, I, I looked up some Wikipedia stuff and, oh, wait, they brought back Goshina to do some of the soundtrack. Doesn't he do the, some of the music for the Ace Combat series? It, that is exactly what he does, okay. yes. <laughs> but he was the last thing the last soundtrack he did was um ah oh crap which tales of game was it uh oh yeah tales Radiant of mythology 3 or is that just uh, remixing stuff from the last last I, one he did i think that was just remixing stuff the one that he actually did solo was tales of legendia it's probably a good thing we don't have adrian around because he'd probably be gushing right now I think he really likes. We like you, Adrian. We really do. We don't say that. We say other things be instead. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, other than that, um, the PC port is pretty damn good. I, as there is one thing, one thing, 30 FPS cap. But I think that's oh! pretty. But can't I think that's the same across everything. Can't you just go yeah. into the the file and change that? No, um, the, um, what's his name? Durante, the guy the who does who that. The dude who fixed Dark, so Dark Souls? Yeah, the, the Dark Souls guy who posts a lot on NeoGAF. Um, he uh, did a review of the port for PC Gamer uh, where he mentioned that he tried a few things to try and get the frame cap removed, uh, but that it, it actually came down to like editing Windows processes and things like that, and there's a lot Ooh. more complicated than just changing a line in a config file. But you know what? It's not actually that bad. Apparently, the game runs really well on low, even on low-spec hardware, and that means it's a very good game to try out downsampling, which is something I haven't done yet. Mm. Um, the other thing I will talk about uh, Bamco's slight little whoopsie when it came to the PC release. Uh, the original Steam, the original Steam version 1.0, uh, accidentally shipped out with the, uh, the Japanese opening. 
um, you know, that thing that they have to pay, they would otherwise have to pay extraordinarily large amounts of licensing costs to play outside of Japan. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, that's that's really bad. Particularly oh, when it, when other people found out that it was possible to rename the files and then just thus have the Japanese uh, version of the intro play on the English version of the game. <laughs> so, uh, and then when they patched that... Um, mostly by disallowing the file, um, it is actually possible to still get it to play. So someone in their PC release department is probably getting either a very sternly written letter or kicked out of the building. So now, wait a second. <laughs> Can't I just take my console version, set it to Japanese, and get the Japanese intro? No. No. Oh. Not you without said, paying now, tons so, of money. So the release for the series is dual audio. That's important because yeah. I think it's, what, the first, second Tales of game that's dual audio? Don't know. Second. Yeah. Second. What was the first? I can't remember. Uh, I think it was one of the Vita, PSP or Vita ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I think that the thing about the Vita ones was they only translated it. It was single audio, but the single audio okay. was Japanese. As in, there was no English audio at all, period. Tales of Tales of Hearts are. Well, wasn't that Japanese supposed to be audio. terrible? Uh, it's uh, not actually that bad. Depends on who you ask. Oh. Tales of the Tempest. Now, that's bad. Okay. Um, but basically, um, yeah, it's dual audio, so... You can have... Oh, uh, Symphonia Chronicles was the last one. Ah, that was it, yeah. So, it's another dual audio release, but if you get it on any any of the current versions, PS3, PS4, PC, uh, you're not going to get the vocal version of the opening. Well, unless apparently if you get it on PC and edit this file you're talking about, right? Well, I mean, if you download it from Steam now, you won't get it. Oh, you it's won't only get it. Okay. existed. It's only existed in the original version 1.0 release, and they have taken great steps to make sure that uh, you can't play that unless you get very, very sneaky with it. It'd be just terribly awful if they had negotiated a reasonable contract to pay for licensing well, rights for the Japanese I actually, music. I, yeah, I can't Chris, think if it's it's a lot it, more complicated than you think. Yeah, it mostly there, comes down to what, pop idol. Well, pop idol, pop, and that, and pop idol managers thinking they are yakuza yeah. or actually <laughs> I mean, being yakuza. It's it's complex. It's a very much a cultural thing, and I don't explain it well because it's been explained to me, and every time it's been explained to me, I think it sounds goofy. Uh, yeah. So it was done by because the opening was done by Superfly. Okay. But yeah, they are. That is a Japanese rock band. Uh, it's a really good intro. It's a shame that it's a shame that they weren't weren't able to get the uh, get the vocals for it. But you know what? The guitar that they used to replace the vocals actually isn't too bad, and the song itself is pretty good. So, eh, eh. It's rough, but it's on YouTube if you want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they paid for it to be on YouTube. No, no. I'm just saying someone oh, put it up that on up YouTube. Opening. <laughs> Tales yeah. of Zestiria opening. And I think it's a re- it's a really good opening. Good. White Whoever, light? I, is, is, it, is it still UFO table who does the animated scenes? I can't remember. I think it is. Oh, that's uh, the same actually, song at least, so that's good. It's yeah, it's the same song, but it's a vocal version of that song. Basically, uh, sorry, a non-vocal version. It's an instrumental. So wait, I think eh. I own one of their cover albums. What? Superfly? Yeah, Superfly. They released uh, a com- a bunch of covers. Like uh, I'm almost certain I've heard them do uh, White Room, Clapton's White Room. Mm. Huh. I actually didn't know that. I barely heard of them, so... 
But no, no apparently uh, this is this has more to do with the fact that Sam is obsessed with J Rock covers of things. Ah, right. Oh, so in other words, uh, you'll, what you'll have to do is find that Jam Project cover of the Power Rangers theme. It is the best what? thing. What? It is the best thing. What? Yeah. Yeah. It, so is, it is the most hair and epic thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Jam, uh, Jam Project, the uh, the guys who normally do all the Super Robot Wars songs, they did a cover of Go Go Power Rangers. It is amazing. Wait, the. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, these guys. Yeah, those guys. They, they sound like 80s rockers. Yeah, those guys. That's mostly because What's-His-Name, I think, actually has I've been singing. I've heard this since, song like, before. Did they do sounds... Did they do uh, work on the Kenshin soundtrack? What, Probably? Jam Project or yeah. Superfly? Uh, Jam Project. Maybe. They, I know they've done I, a bunch. They sound familiar to me, like some of the butt rock from those openings and endings. <laughs> and a butt rock is a thing. I know. I don't, I don't but rock think is you know a thing. thing. But rock is totally a thing. Yeah, but I think Jam Project have done like the vocal theme for every Super Robot Wars game since Super Robot Wars F on the Sega Saturn. So that was a long time ago. Hmm. Anyway, so tales of. So yep. t- answer me some questions here, Ellis. You go on. Do you understand at all the systems for? having more powerful skills arts um enhancements on your weapons all there, there's like eight thousand things for you to tweak set up and try and combine it seems like in this game Am oh I yeah misstating misstating anything i don't think so no I, I i think you're right in that there is a very large set of uh skills that you can potentially have on weapons and yeah. things like that can you explain and... to me why it seems to not matter at all and i just have to press o a lot you just have to press what? Oh, oh circle. right, circle. Uh, it'll 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 matter a little bit more later when you actually want to have some very powerful enhancing skills on your stuff. Okay. So. And, and it's like you have. I I try to understand it. You you equip certain skills and then they can stack vertically or horizontally or you can stack yep. them on top of each other. Yep. And they all have different effects depending on which one you did or how many. Well, the grid is. I don't even know how to figure it out. Six, seven, eight, nine. Well, the grid is basically 10 by 5, so there's 50 basic skills, right? Okay. And you have that's to slot well, them I thought in. there were types of skills, so it's just individual skill names. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Well, I mean, if you, look at the skill, if you look at the skill grids, there are 50 spots for skills. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then basically they combine to give other skills. I think it would be quite difficult to actually get a full 10 line, like one from every category going. How do you get in- more skills? Okay, so this is going to get complicated. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, actually, um, some of them you're just going to find. Um, some of them you'll get through um, one of the game's major side quests, which basically takes the place of the cat-finding side quest in other games. There was a cat-finding side quest? Yeah, Zillia 2 and Symphonia both had the cat side quest. Okay. Where you basically traveled around the world looking for cats. I like this. All right. Um the ones in Zillia 2 were all, um, most of them were references to other Tales of characters. Um, so in this one, you look for these little cute things called Normans. They are a lot smaller than Are they Moomins. French? No. No, so not that sort of Normans? Um, not even Vikings. Then, oh, okay. 
and then you can you can set it up so that um you can you I don't know you you haven't encountered any lords of the land yet I imagine no probably still fairly early on uh, don't worry I mean this stuff does get explained you just need to actually play the game a little bit more okay because they've tried it to explain all the skill system to me and I'm like uh. I'm it not going to retain any of this information. <laughs> it is possible to kind of weight drops towards certain types of skills, and so you can, and then you can fuse them onto other pieces of equipment so they can be more powerful and things like that. It gets, yeah, it's complicated. But you know what? It's been a while since they've done a complicated system like this, so I'm not going to care. Oh, so they're not normally this complicated? No. I mean, look at something like um, Tales of Graces, where you basically had to learn everything off the title system. Yeah. And, but that was like, that was it, and okay. that was it, and that was it. That was okay. all you needed to do. You just needed to level Here up. Here you titles. still have a title system. Yeah, but you know that's the titles are actually really quite powerful in this. I've noticed, but you know. <laughs> ah! And I, I, it, I. Uh, what Chris is about to have a serious. Can you explain to me what's up with these turtles with a Z? <laughs> Oh, God. I don't understand well, why people okay, dress so, up like turtles in all these Tales games. Okay, so the turtles are a recurring character. And, yeah, they, they crop up several times. In they have a The reason why they've done it that way is they have a speaking quirk very similar to the Prinnies in Disgaea. And them adding Zs in place of Z, uh, Ss in their dialogue is um, tales of localization ways. And they speak like bad that. Italian mobsters in the English localization. Yeah, that, again, so did Prinnies. Like, but, like Rocksteady in um, the Turtles cartoon. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Go ahead, anyway. But that what? is the Are reason you saying why... you saying you don't like our accents? No, I don't. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, that is the reason why they talk like that, basically. Okay. It's basically just a way of it's just a way of translating a speaking quirk that they have. Okay, and they, I. Okay, I just I will, I will well, accept they it. Well, they couldn't they couldn't steal the dude thing because you know I think uh, Nipponichi would probably get. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm not they're asking them. They're to trademarking the word dude. I, I don't happen. understand why they're there. I don't. They just sell oh, maps, they, they get, right? Yeah, they sell maps. That's about it. Okay. They, they were also usually Why do we associate... need a special class of speaking quirk characters that are recurring because, across the series just to buy maps effect, from? Because they're effectively recurring pseudo mascot characters. Oh, they show right. Because they show up a couple of times in relation to... Um, the like the Namco Island or Namco um, that have been in a couple of other Tales of games, like the um, oh I, I can't remember was the like the the shit. I don't know what it was. Alice, such language. I'm British. Deal with it. Alice, what difficulty should I be playing this game on? Normal or hard? I'd say. Okay, I'm on normal and it feels very easy. Okay, fine. Turn it up to hard, then. But I don't want it to be hard. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> then don't. Alice, I feel Doctor, like you walked it, into it, that. It, it hurts when I poke it. Don't poke it. <laughs> but, but it hurts I have, when I poke it. I have to poke it. <laughs> I, this, I like this game. I like the settings. I like watching the anime. Um, I feel like with Tales games, eventually I get tired and just kind of wish I could sit down and watch the rest and hit just hit play and have them do all the cutscenes for me. Um, in which case, it's like. So what nah, you need is for me to play. I just need an anime, the Tales anime. Just let's go with that. They're out and, there. Well, they they have tried they that previously. They generally didn't work out too well. Why is that? 
Um, Are they not good enough? Like, is it the quality of it as an anime isn't up to snuff? But like the fact it, that it's integrated in a video game somehow makes it more palatable. Is that what's going on? I don't know. I mean, I think the only one that was successful was the one that they did for Tales of the Abyss. Okay. And that was quite a while ago now. Mm. At least I think it was. Because everything feels just extremely anime. Like this is perfect for like a twenty-six episode epic thing, you know? Which and is what which is what they adapted Tales of the Abyss into in the end. Mm. Really? Part of it yeah. is, I think the last times they tried, they always shot for like twelve episodes. Oh, okay. or uh, Symphonia, that would, that would where move they did so four quickly. And killed it. Hmm. Um, it was no, yeah. Symphonia was an OVA series. Yeah, so they're um, they're treating them as afterthoughts essentially, and, and then it's not working. Abyss was an actual twenty-six episode anime. That what as I say, uh, as far as anime adaptions go, that one went all right, I think, from mm-hmm. what I hear. Although they did have to make some cuts to the storyline in order to get everything to fit into twenty-six episodes. Okay, that and that's fine. That makes sense. Don't need um, turtles. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. They could. I mean, if they could get UFO table to do it. I just love that they're called them. UFO table. Oh, uh, that, that is what they're called, I think. No, yeah. I, it's fine. I just think it's a funny name. All right. <laughs> Tales of Zestiria has, I think, good music. You agree? Degree or disagree? Agree or disagree? Agree. Okay. Um, I say, and Goshina, Goshina's additions to oh, it. Oh, that's right. Really you were talking good. about that earlier. I'm mistaken. Yeah. Um, I mean, because some people don't like Motoi Sakuraba that much because he can be very samey with his music. Uh-huh. Um. I, that there might be only two string riffs he does over and over. Yeah, yeah something like that. No, that's but, probably accurate, actually. And which does kind of make Goshina's work in the soundtrack kind of um, really stick out. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I'm pretty sure he did all of the there are the, the the traditional four elemental shrines that seem to crop up in a lot of Tales games. Um, they they're back in Zestiria, but all four of them have uh, Goshina BGM, and it's really noticeable. Kind of jumps out of you, sort of thing. Okay. So, is there anything else I need to know before delving into Tales of Zestiria more? Uh, like how do I make myself get more out of this game? Is there some system I need to pay attention to or milk out of? Like, is this skill system really a thing to focus on? Is this titles just just pimp up titles, keep the same title equipped till you I get to the end just, of it, or what? Uh, just explore places. Oh. No, that's, you're, the, you're, no, that's the one thing I don't want to do. I want to get through the game more quickly. No. <laughs> you're not giving me the right time of hits. You just made him very sad. No. <laughs> Make it go you faster. Heard his feeling. You hurt her feelings. Oh, Alice? I'm still here. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's just vexed at you now. Oh, no. She 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 can't process these words that are coming out. I want to play less. Yeah. <laughs> less tales. What what what? Oh, as is if that? Alice didn't even finish the Japanese version of Zestiria. No, I've moved on to other things. Yeah. Don't tell me about playing less is bad. Come on. All right. Uh, so that's all you played this week, Alice? Yeah, pretty much. Right. What? Uh, I played Sword Coast Legends this morning. Uh, did Scott play this this week? Yeah. Yeah. Scott been, played a lot more of it than I did, I think. I uh so I'm 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 the staff reviewer on it, I guess. So I've had it a whole month. Uh I can but only but I didn't actually get uh story mode until Saturday. Oh, really? 
Hmm. Yeah. So the whole month was me just kind of messing around building modules and playing other people's modules and trying to find multiplayer rooms, except that, um, weren't any, well, pre-order pre-order people got to do stress tests on the weekends when I work. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, well, if I also wasn't busy on Thursdays, I could have played with some game devs, but, uh, that didn't, the scheduling just went sideways on it. So I, I just built my own things and then died a lot in uh, modules because you can't play those with one character. You can't. <laughs> no, I guess not, huh? So uh, on Saturday, I finally loaded up single player and I'm, uh, I'm, There's a I'm doing dungeon... a side quest to open a door yeah. is what I'm doing. There is a is dungeon run mode, isn't there? Yeah, there's there's that... dungeon run mode, but that'll still just kick you to the curb and, and you can't auto set person. up you can't just generate a four-person party that you can control? no you can't bring in companions for those oh, modes lame i know i know all right so this morning i made a uh, a dwarf and i gave her a giant hammer made her a warrior that's important yep and it said she's gonna smash things with a hammer and i'm putting all her points into strength con and um the the two-handed weapon tree and she's a fighter so this is working out good because I'm I'm hitting people and they explode into chunks. So I, that, that's the goal. Yeah, I think I I think I did well with the with the character creation process. But I'm still like super early on. I'm like I have to go on a side quest to pick up mushrooms for a dude in this trade caravan. All right. Oh yeah, that is that is the second side quest. Yeah, I'm very early on. Well, I'm I got, I've got more than that in the log, but I figured that would tell you where I am. We like um. Yeah. We need to figure out a time that all of us can play together. Oh man, I I do want to do that. Um, but I'm not allowed to be the GM. I was told so. Uh, no. Too many, too many dead horses on fire. On fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you gotta have them on fire. It, Otherwise, it's I, just not imposing I, enough. I need to dig into just the sheer array of monsters because if there are zombie horses, I'll bring those. I in. did not see any zombie horses at the uh, E3, um, and they didn't mention them to me when, the, when I was working with the developers to make that um, wonderful scene. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that that would be nice. Oh, that would be amazing. I wonder if they added them, went back and added them I, just because of me. That'd be great. That'd be great. Well, I know it's, I was. I'm sure there's user content for this thing, right? The, or there will uh, be. Well, the user content is still playing with the existing ad, oh, assets. Okay. I don't know if they're going to open up to mods because I'd like to see something. I'd like to see from Dungeon Master mode is uh, the ability to give elementals, elemental monsters, the same art assets as regular like. Back, uh, regular objects so that campfire so that you could disguise a small fire elemental as a campfire Ooh. I, oh that's that, a great that, that's, idea that's my favorite D trick is i don't like doing traps but i will have disguised monsters all yeah. the time oh, that's sometimes great. you just have to fight a puddle is what it comes <laughs> down to can you like disguise something as a bench and you sit on it and then it grabs you <laughs> no because because they don't actually let mimics mimic. You can only disguise them as chests. Oh. Lame. Well, that's okay. I would disguise mimics as weapon racks because then you've got mimics with halberds. <laughs> <laughs> they can't wield. Awesome. They don't know how to wield halberds, but they've got them. You got to just have a, a dungeon full of mimics and then one chest in there that's just full of so much good loot that you've trained your party to not open anything and they're just going to walk right by it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can you can even have it right out in the open and have like a big hallway leading up to it and lights and brassiers and they just won't touch it because they they know it's a mimic even though it isn't. Oh, this is why I'm not allowed to DM. Um, so <laughs> I have to. I okay. So 
for people who don't know, Sword Coast Legends is a D&D game. Who made this thing? Uh, it's N-Space, N-Space. Makers of such classics as all the Hannah Montana games for the DS. Well, and no, no, no. They made, a, there was like a really early 3DS action RPG that was procedurally generated. And every time we saw it at E3, it got worse. <laughs> Do you remember this? No. Okay. It was one of those things that was such a cool idea, and it was Square Enix that published it. What was it called? Oh. Or what was it about? I'm, I'm totally blanking. It was like an action RPG. Oh, it was supposed uh, to be like an itty bitty. Uh, it's not Skylanders Giants. No, but no it, was, it was supposed to be an itty bitty Diablo for the yeah, 3DS. Heart of Heroes of Yes. Heroes of Ruin. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And I don't know. I I I kind of felt like the problem that they had with that game was they probably got a lot of conflicting directions. Okay, here you go. Here's some 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 of the games from N Space. Uh, 007 Bloodstone. They did some the work. The DS version. The DS the version. The DS version. DS version of Call of Duty 4. Call of Duty Black Ops, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Die Hard Trilogy 2, Viva Las Vegas for Windows and PlayStation. <laughs> Hannah Montana, the movie, as you mentioned, for 360, DS, Wii, and PS3. Heroes of Ruin. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 for the DS, Wii, and PlayStation 2. So they made the second one. Mary so that's Kate good. and right. Ashley o. Olsen. Crash Course. Crush Course. Crush Course. Crush Course. Crush it's crash about two boys. The 3DS version Roller Coaster Tycoon 3D. Let's see. The DS version of Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> so they're they're a they're a they're a licensed they're a bit of a port farm. Developer. Yeah. Yeah, they're a farm port yeah. And that's what Wizards did. They farmed them out for their licensed game, but they seem to be doing a good job with this one. Um this... Well, they they have had a shift in director, like they've got one of the guys from um bio, a former Bioware person who was a designer on Dragon Age Origins who after I interviewed Oh, the him, good I, Dragon I, Age? Yeah. Well, yeah. after I finished the interview with him, I'm like, wait, I met him at Fan Expo. He walked me through Dragon Age Origins. Nice. Yeah, because this is this is this is a Baldur's Gate style, Dragon Age Origins style game. This is yeah. uh, you know overhead. It's not isometric because the camera's not locked or anything like that. But you could shift around, move around. Um, but it it feels good. It's like one of those games. Go look for traps, disarm them, go get loot out of treasure chests. Uh, tactical pausing you can make it pause after everything that happens in a battle and then queue up your next actions and hit the space bar to have them occur uh it, it is very much one of those old school computer rpgs and it feels really good we're just in a a cornucopia of of crpgs this year it's it's amazing um this and uh, uh we got torment coming we had pillars of eternity is that what it was called yeah it, that's already out yeah and it hit like half a million sales yeah, it's, it's crazy. So that's what you're playing. That, so that's your story is is running through one of those campaigns. It's in the D and D settings because Wizards of the Coast involved. So this is you're you're you you're in a caravan that just left Neverwinter. So it's like that area of the D and D Forgotten Realms world. Um, they call it the Sword Coast because it's what it's it's a peninsula shaped like a sword, right? Is that I don't know why that's called the Sword Coast. Whatever, maybe you can tell me, Scott. I don't know these things, Scott. Oh, he disconnected. No. No. Let's get him back. Oh, no. His internet went to poops, it no. looks like. Scott. Come back, Scott. Come back. We miss Come you. back, Scott. Scott. No. Make this group video call. It's free. No, I don't want to make it a video call. And you used to charge Skype, I'll, you liars. I'll, I'll never abandon you. 
thank you, Alice. As we wait for Scott to reconnect. I don't know when that's going to happen. All right. Well, anyway, uh, (laughs) so I'll just fill you in on uh, some of the single player stuff I experienced. I'll wait for Scott Scott to reconnect (laughs) because that's no good. Um, What what else? Uh, So I made my character. I made her, I called her Stone because she's a dwarf and that's... um, you know that's a name. thematically appropriate. Yeah, that's right. So I did that, and um, uh, let's see. Hold on, Skype is flailing. Uh, well, call. it should stop moving so much. It should stop. Thank you, Anna. I agree. Uh, how do I do this? Pagema favorites all by. I'm sorry, folks. We gotta get. We gotta get. Let me get Scott back in. Add to call, add to call, add to call. Let's see if you can keep doing that. All right, so as I made my dwarf, uh, you you go through a tutorial, which all happens in a dream, and um, you, because, you know, tutorials. And then uh, you start doing, you jump right into it. You start uh, walking through, talking to people, picking up side quests, and then it's, uh, like I said, it's one of those old school CRPGs where you're clicking on the ground, go move over there. Ooh, look in that box. There's some gems. Loot them all because you know you need profit um get all the things do all the side quests uh and then progress the story when you're finally ready uh one of those sorts of uh sorts of dealies um you have hmm let's see uh i set the combat to easy and it felt mostly easy except for when i found a dire wolf um and that didn't go as well because that wolf is as large as a horse it is not on fire just to get that out of the way and uh it killed me uh very easily uh and then somebody was able to come over and, and revive me so it isn't as brutal as uh some of the traditional D games where if somebody died and you didn't have a raise spell um you pretty much need to reload your save file because you can't deal with dead party members in those old games uh especially ones you want to have for the story later it's just that that doesn't work so um, here it was a little bit more forgiving. Someone could come over and use a ability called Stabilize on me, get me back up, um, and that was useful. Um, so, you know, I, I killed this dire wolf, and then I was able to get to a cave where I knew I was going to need to go in and look for some mushrooms and stuff, but I didn't have time to do that for the podcast this morning. I just didn't have a lot of time to play this week. No thanks to things like Yeah, <laughs> thanks to things like... Um, Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Tales of Zestiria. And there, we got Scott back. Yeah, my my internet died. But um, so so far, um, I'm in, I guess, the first major hub for uh, questing. And it's kind of hella generic is what I've got. Oh, is it? Okay. That's awesome. Like, it it could get better, but right now I'm just sort of like, oh, hey, I had to do a bunch of side quest, do a side quest to open a door and then crawl through the sewers and then do a side quest to open a door and then... Um, now I'm in the city and all the while there's this creepy guy with dark skin who is totally not a major forgotten realms character that's going to, that, that uh, comes to say cryptic things. Uh huh. Definitely not. Does his name start with a D? No, no, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, the ma- it's a major forgotten realms character. I actually kind of like, Oh, okay. All, <laughs> all one of, you know, that's a category of one. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't know. All right, so it, generic. Well, so, you should take you should take some time to grab that audiobook of uh, short stories, all narrated by weird famous people. The, what's it called? I, I haven't heard um, of this. 
God, I can't even remember. Well, then I'm, it's going to be very hard for me to grab that book then. I'll have to tell you after the podcast. Oh, and there goes, yeah, there goes Alice falling off Skype. This is great. What Skype, is Skype, Skype is like killing internet across the world, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the the in quest hub you're in is generic, which means the the side quests is what you're complaining are generic, which seems like not how those good games from the past work. They they usually had really nice side quests that were interesting. Yeah, and the, sometimes more the com- so than the main story, right? So yeah, and the main story is kind. The the main story actually has a neat hook to it. Okay, I want to see where that goes, but right now I'm sort of like, okay, I have to kind of run around and find everyone's shoes or whatever. Well, do you need to do these side quests? Do you think? There's a few that are like literally you have to do them to open door plot doors to carry it forward. Okay. But like, so it's are, like do you feel like you need the experience and 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 loot from these things? Uh honestly not really. I'm I mean I'm playing on normal and I'm kind of letting autopilot do most of the work. Uh the book by the way is The Legend of Driz Collected Stories which features an all-star cast like Weird Al and Exhibit or not really? not Exhibit Ice Ice tea. Ice tea. Ice tea. Okay. <laughs> Exhibit would be weird. Well, so is Ice tea, I guess. So, all right. He can't. He he actually cannot pronounce the word sword normally. Does he say sword? He says sword. Excellent. Nice. Well, he's too busy on SVU to learn how to pronounce sword correctly. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. So, so, all right. So the story mode. Uh, stick to the main story. It sounds like if you can. Yeah. Uh, stick are you playing as close on, as you can? What difficulty level are you using? Normal. Normal. Is it uh, balanced in a good way for you or no? Yeah, it's pretty well balanced. I mean, you kind. Of, it does sort of. I think it'll knock you around a bit more if you try to not use the mandatory D and D party of sneaky guy, healer guy, and beat uh, ranged ranged wizard guy and beat stick guy. Okay. And so if you have all that, are you managing them all individually? Are you queuing up everyone's abilities or are you letting the game do it? I'm letting the game... I'm running on autopilot mostly. There's a couple of uh, fights with bigger bigger enemies where you'll actually start hitting, slapping the space bar and like making sure, making more precise adjustments. But a lot of the time it's just like, eh, whirlwind attack, whirlwind attack, done. So just do your... Yeah, you, so you run the fighter and let everyone else do their thing because you can't be bothered. Yeah. Okay. And um, I run a ranger. Thank you. Oh, you run the ranger. Okay. You said whirlwind. Yeah. So I got. Yeah, confused. whirlwind attack is a two weapon fighting shtick, oh, and right. rangers get that. I'm thinking Diablo whirlwind. That's different. All right. Hmm. Yeah, that's a barbarian shtick. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. So. All right. So that, that's, that's how you're pulling that off. Um, with the. Uh, oh, what do I want to ask? Something about the companions because they're boring. Are they? <laughs> so so there's I'm... nobody in the club. The level of Minx and Boo, of course, but... Oh, uh, well, Min- Minsk and Boo is, like, you know, it, it's him and, like, HK-47, and never never will anyone reach those lofty heights again. Right. <laughs> but uh, these guys, nothing, huh? Nothing. Oh, that stinks. No iron bulls? Like, no no iron bulls. Like, there's, there's, like, a teenage necromancer guy who hangs out, and I'm like... That should be great. Wow. You, this guy should be interesting. Yeah. He is not. Oh. Not even a little. Did you accidentally and find yourself starting a homosexual relationship with a party member like I have in Dragon Age games? <laughs> See, that's the thing. Is, like, there's there's not a lot of inter-party dialogue, so I can't, like, chat up this teenage. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't chat up. 
Like I, I suppose the, the homosexual option for me would be the elf cleric, and I ain't touching that. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Oh, I don't does alignment is, is alignment a big deal in this game? Uh, there are. Like there are mis- there are side quests that are sort of like, hey, this guy's shady. You shouldn't do that. But I'm not like I'm not seeing like. But what does it mean? Like, do you do that and it changes your alignment? If you yeah, that's the thing though. Is I've done some shady stuff and I've just like straight up murdered like execution like executed people and I'm not seeing like any dings to my alignment or seeing well, it, party members alignment, get upset with me. And so your alignment isn't like affecting your reactions with other people or opening up things as far as you can tell? No. Huh. I don't even get to learn the alignment languages. There's alignment languages? It, it's an AD&D thing. It was stupid when Gary made them up. They're okay. stupid now, but now... They brought them back reference- for fifth? Uh, well, they sort of became the lingua franca of the planes, so of oh. certain planes. So, like, you speak lawful on Mechanis. Oh, my gosh. It has a real name, but it's it, you speak lawful. The, the, the denizens of the clockwork nirvana of Mechanis speak lawful. And so if you're, like, a wizard or a lawful cleric, you might it might be cool to pick that up. But at the same time, it's <laughs> okay. not the same. It, it's not the same as where... You know, you would just go to the chaotic evil city and everyone spoke evil or chaotic or some weird argot of both. Mm. But the reason why I mentioned that there are alignment languages is that I tend to mention the stupid old elements of D&D in um, ironic-ish way. Like, I have this appreciation of the stupid, weirder ideas of D&D, like flumps. Uh, Or those monster... Or those monsters that were just the just pretended to be the floor. <laughs> Specific category of monster that would pretend to be floor tiles. Listen, the, there's a lot of good things in old AD&D. My favorite, of course, is assassins are evil in alignment, perforce, as the killing of humans and other intelligent life for the purpose of profit is basically held to be the antithesis of wheel. Huh? And if you understand exactly, if you know what that means, good, good job. That's Guy and Gaxian. Let, and, <laughs> and now let's spend, and now let's spend, you know, eight hours every Sunday killing things and taking their shoes <laughs> for justice. <laughs> yes. The, the fact that we accumulate mass amounts of electrum is entirely incidental. Yes, of course. Most mm-hmm. we're, we're in it for the justice. The electrum is just there. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so, uh, how about the editor? You've been. You said you spent a lot of time in the editor, right? Uh, I need to try it now that I've got the final version because there was no tutorial. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sort of like, let's launch a city and have um, assassins and cultists. And then I was like, that okay, seems good. I've got all the yeah, no, I'm like this, this. You know what? We're outside the city. There's assassins and cultists and some peasants. And I'm like, wait, what? What do I do? What do I do now? <laughs> Well, you go inside the city and have there be, I don't know. When I did it, E3 no, but was like it. it okay, it spawns it like I was using the module generator, not like uh, the on the fly oh, one. Okay. And I was like, and I was like, okay, do do I script these guys? I've got a bunch of mobs lined up. I know I can add things and move them, but c- can I have them do stuff? Can Can you explain how to explain this to me? 
So when I was I, okay, so I got nothing. So you didn't I, do I, any multiplayer sessions then with the with like the I couldn't DM mode, I couldn't right? get a multiplayer session in, and I feel and I feel like the on the fly mode is a little more like it it is self explanatory in a mm-hmm. weirder way. Well, you're not and doing in depth scripting in the on the fly mode as it was presented to me at E3. It's more of yeah, a, no, it's, you have points you, you, to spend to spawn more monsters, place more traps, and then you can throw down decorations as much as you want. But what you can't yeah. just infinitely spawn burning horses. Well, you I feel you like... can do that. That's okay. what you can because they're free. Decorations they're free. are a yeah. free resource, right. so <laughs> you can spawn infinite burning horses and as many blood but, pools as you want. It's great. <laughs> but if you want, like. More goblins, and you don't have the. Points you need the yeah. No you need to goblins. let the party kill little monsters, so you get a lot of points to spend on bigger monsters, that then yeah, kill the party. On the fly, I feel like maybe that's the training wheels where you just sort of hop in and do it, and then you have an understanding of how the tools work in the build a module. <laughs> mode. But I was just sort of like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure I'm out if this gonna... is going to catch on or not, and I'm I've got a bad feeling because I know it there's fun to be had there given that demo I had, but I don't know if, you know, anyone's going to, to, to put time into it or, or, or organize, do the organization to get four people together to do this thing, because it doesn't seem like random groups make any sort of sense for this. Oh, I, I would not like, I am against pugging in all forms, but this seems least puggable of all. Yeah. So, hmm. All right, so it sounds like we need to put more time into Sword Coast Legends. Yeah. Yeah. So look forward to that. I think we've got to do some of that in Extra Life, I think. so. But we need four people. So no, We need five people, don't we? We need yeah, five. five guys. We need five Jeez. guys. Jeez. That should be easy. Not. Unless well, somebody makes a let, module well, and then everyone runs through it and he's one of the people running through it. What? No? I Maybe. But... Speaking of getting people together, I think Anna's had some trouble with a three-player game. <laughs> oh, yeah. How's that going for you, Anna? All right. Segway so like a mofo. We got Triforce Heroes because it came out on Friday. Uh-huh. And so we were like, um, you know, we were like, no problem. We have a hockey game tonight, but we'll just play two players and one... Um, yeah, we'll play we'll it? play co-op together in we'll Triforce Heroes together. during the hockey game and because we'll, we'll have, have a, our three DSs next to each other. Right, and I mean we'll just have like a a delinquent near a delinquent. Oh my no. gosh, no, it's um. <laughs> why can I not think of? The I word? don't know. You you the you have a CPU guy. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it's called. It's it's not, but it's not a CPU guy. It's just an empty body that you can switch. Okay, so oh okay. Here's the deal: when you play Triforce Heroes single player. You have two homunculus. That's the word that I'm thinking of. Nope. And they're just empty bodies. It's called like duplicates or duplos or... Oh, okay. You had a different word. Doppelgangers. Doppelgangs. It had a dumb word. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Anyways, um, they're like empty shells and you basically tap the bottom screen to move between the different shells. And so, for example, if you want to get up onto another ledge, you pick up one of the empty shells and you throw it up top and then you switch to that shell and you do your thing up top. So we were figuring, no problem, we'll just have one of these empty shells and then me and Chris will play and that'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Nope, can't do it. There is no way to play with two people. You cannot start the game with just two people. At least not, we did a down, we only have one copy of the game. But everyone's like, oh, you only need one copy. Okay, great. 
So no, we started if I look, there is no way to play with two people. Even with two copies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just can't do it. So, so you can play great. one person and jump between the empty bodies. Or you can play three people, and that means three local people that all have the game. Um, or three, download play. You're interrupting me. Okay. Three people that all have the game. One person that has the game and is sharing it with another person locally. Or another couple people locally. Or you can play partially local and partially online. The problem is, is we haven't tried that enough to know whether or not I don't download think you can do play that. will yeah. work for... If we have two people local, one's downloading. We couldn't even start online. download play and without the third person. So right. I don't think so that works. It sounds like if Chris and I are going to play together with a third person online, we're going to need to get a second copy of the game. Woohoo. So. Sounds like Nintendo. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, I you know I can't fault them for it. I mean, it's it, not it's unreasonable a to have everyone. In execution has is what it is. I, the idea of expecting everyone to have a game to play online makes sense. It's just weird how this download play works for three people locally, but not as soon as you need to throw someone in on. I don't know, whatever. So we will figure out if we're going to invest in a second copy. And in the meantime, I played a couple games online this morning. So that was really good until I got into a game. Anna, how does this get? Is this just a Zelda game, or yeah, is it? If, is it like? <coughs> is it more of a puzzle game? No, it's, it's four swords. It's four swords. So if you play, that doesn't help me. Okay. It's puzzle-ish. It is puzzle-ish. So there are things that you need to do, and you need to get all of your people together to do them. So, for example, there is a. Um, orb that needs to be shot with an arrow but it's too high for me to shoot it by myself so you lift me up on your shoulders and then i can shoot it make sense yes and so it's all little mini stages that you right solve some so, puzzles in. Um, does this ever feel like this... a zelda quest where you're collecting items and getting stronger and more yes. hearts so here's no not more hearts so here's what you do is each stage is broken down into like three to five miniature miniature stages. And at the end, there is usually some sort of boss, either a major boss or a minor boss, some sort of boss mechanic. And after you've beaten the boss, you each get to open a chest. And in the chest, there is a piece of material. And once you have material together, like friendship tokens and the requisite amount of rubies... Then you take them to Madame Couture, and she makes new outfits for you. And new outfits grant you new powers. So, for example, um, the regular outfit you have is just whatever, whatever. But you can get an outfit that instead of firing one arrow when you have the bow, you fire three arrows. And that's where we sort of started to fall apart a little bit online, is because there was someone who was wearing the stuff that lets you fire the arrows three at a time, and someone who wasn't wearing that outfit took the only bow. Ooh. And so the person who was wearing the the Korkiri clothes got very annoyed about that and decided to, well, jump in a pit a few times to express their dissatisfaction. So they left after that, and we kept going with a person who wasn't quite as sulky. And so it's good. Now, when someone leaves, does it end the match entirely, or do, how does it? How do they handle that? I don't know. Well, I mean, we lost all of our fairies. So if you lose all of your hearts, you lose a fairy. If you lose all of your fairies, you're done. Okay. And you go back to the multiplayer lobby. The lobby. All right. At that point, people can jump in and out. All right. 
Because in the demo, I remember that if you lost someone, the whole game would just end. I don't know. I haven't lost someone in the middle of the game yet, so I can't answer that question yet. Okay. Um, on the upside, even though there's no voice, I appreciate the little emoticon system, and it works really good. Cause, Booyah! Yeah, no, it, it totally <laughs> works really good. Well, cheer, um, cheer, 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 yes. cheer. It's very po- it's it's all positive reinforcement. So, you know, you accidentally shoot someone off the ledge and you do the little sorry emoticon and then they give you a thumbs up and you feel better. Oh, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I, I do like that um, because there's no voice chat, there is not one person who knows what to do ordering everybody around. And also, you're well, not. they subject. do. They just run up to the thing where you're supposed to be, and they and touch smash here, their item. here, yeah. here, over here, here, over here, here. Use here. item, use item, over here, use <laughs> item, over here, use item. But I mean, I don't know. There's a finite amount you can do that before you kind of get tired of it. But anyways, um, Power Lord wants to know if you can play with just friends online, and yes, yes. you can. So when you go to a multiplayer match, you can look for just friends, or you can look for online strangers. Now, here's the thing is some of the outfits require friendship tokens. And I don't think I'm giving the right name for them, but the, um, the only way to get friendship tokens is to play with people who aren't your friends. Please don't Shemino, ask me to huh? justify that. That doesn't make sense. I You're know. not my friend. We're friends, oh. Anna, so I can't So it's to encourage random tokens. play. Yes, so they do encourage random play. You don't have real friends, so here are these coins to make you feel better. <laughs> Well, and it's funny because there's actually a false hero running around and he like brags to you about how he's got all these friendship tokens. Well, does the false hero have uh, stylishly pointy ears? He has fake stylishly pointy ears. He's one of those cosplayers. Ah. That Madame Couture looks down on so much. Well, I, I, I feel like that might be a mouthpiece for someone at Nintendo who's upset that they can't uh, DMCA cosplayers yet. <laughs> um, there's there's some good snark in the in the localization. I appreciate um, the the localization so far. So the thing that I think that I like the most is um, there is a, a witch that's cast a curse, and so. Everyone thinks that the witch will curse you if you are too stylish. So there is a man ah. in the town square who's decided that his solution is to cut his stylishness in half. So if you look at him from the front, he has this very dapper suit and very dapper top hat and this very nice beard. And if you look at him from the back, all you see is he's wearing white boxer shorts because he has literally cut his style in half. Huh. Huh. Okay, that, that's, that's all, I can, yep. all I can really say to mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Anna's the game and fun. that's something. Anna's the game fun. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's all we need to know. <laughs> yes. Oh. Wait, no. Uh, fun is a trick of brain chemistry. Oh, is, is it, it engaging and also meaningful? Is it yes. life enriching? Uh. <laughs> Where's this game going, Anna? Um, like, is there an overworld map? Do you explore 
or is it just jump into a stage? Jump into no, a stage. No, there's no there's no world map like that. Oh. Like you're talking about. So it's not really a Zelda game. No, it's a multiplayer. It's a Four Swords adventure game. Is it an RPG? Yeah, no. No. Moo. Okay. I didn't think so. You say Moo? Moo. 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 Masters of Orion? No. Oh, okay. It's right, it's it's a Zen riddle thing. It's a Zen riddle thing. All right, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, did you play anything else this week, Anna? Uh, yes. I decided to go through with my plan of playing Persona 4 Golden. Okay. So I'm like 20-some hours into that now. And, and It looks like you were playing some Persona 4 Golden and then playing um, uh, Dancer all night. Mm, maybe? Yeah, you play both. Yeah. You'd, you'd go back and forth. Yeah. I, I remember. You like them. Yes. So how is, uh, how, how is uh, Dancing All Night treating you at this point? Good. All right. <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, very, in- very insightful. Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a rhythm game. You're like, yeah, hey, it's, whatever. it's a rhythm game. I, I don't know if you've How's ever the story ri- compared to Persona 4 story? Is it um, as good? It's in small chunks. Right. So it is diver- delivered very differently than a real Persona <laughs> game. And I hate saying it that way, mm-hmm. but I think you kind of know what I mean when I say it that way. Yeah. Okay. And then you've been playing lots of Record Keeper. Yes, because, oh my gosh, Record Keeper. This event in Record Keeper is crazy. So it's like get four star and five star orbs. That thing that we give you like one of maybe if you're really, really, really good at this event. No, we're just going to hand them out like freaking candy. Oh, and by the way, the experience you get is better than the experience dungeon that we only let you run once a week. Mm-hmm. So play, play, play. Yeah. So the, the, and then you also get good gill out of the, the dungeon as well. Right. So it's, it's the dungeon has all the things it's every day. So Day, if you are interested in Record Keeper, put your characters in there you want to level up. Put them in there. You'll get lots of orbs and money and experience. And then if you, every few days, there's a chance for a half-price pull. Not a chance. You get to do a half-price pull, either half the amount of Mithril or half the amount of money, depending on which way you want to go with that. And any five stars that you happen to get in that are guaranteed to be um, Soul Break five stars. So that's really good for getting your hands on some of that Soul Break gear. If you don't like that, you can go over to the regular pulls, which are still full price, but they have enhanced drop rates. <laughs> so you're more likely to get something nice. And <laughs> so whatever way you want to go, right now, Record Keeper is, is trying is I mean, actually feels like a good deal or right. something. And it's like... It feels like know, a better deal, I well, should say. Well, and here's the thing is there's almost too much to do right now. Because there's a Final Fantasy VI event, there's a Final Fantasy VII event, there is all of the daily stuff, there is new dungeon that they've added, and then there's this crazy awesome bonanza extravaganza thing that you're doing. And so it's insane. It's like every day I have a reason to log in and play Record Keeper, and that almost never happens. Well, that's the goal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you log in and spend money. Yeah. So we actually spent money for the first time. Yeah. So... And they well, speaking us. of um, mon- speaking of exploiting your uh, user base, Ooh, I've how's been that ignoring working? the I have been ignoring um, all of my messages from the BattleTech Kickstarter. <laughs> oh, why are you ignoring them? Aren't you well, interested in seeing how they're doing and what new stretch goals they have or whatever? Well, it the stretch goals are great. I think they they're close to dinging the two million one where you can 
have customizable dropships, and that'll matter, not like your dropship is now purple for some reason. And but along with those updates, they're also like, hey, we'll give we'll give you meaningless widgets if we hit weird social media goals or if you, you know, send us pictures. And I'm like, uh, I gave you 25 bucks. I gave you 25 bucks. You're promising me a game in return. That is the contract implicit <laughs> to Kickstarter here. So here's how this crap's working. Every week they have what's called a bonus mission. The bonus mission is things like, uh, here's the current week's bonus mission. Tweet your favorite mech ha- with hashtag favebtmech and hashtag battletech. And the I will number actually of those do that, that one, but I'll be a tool about it. The, the, every time someone does that, it gets a point. And the more points you get, you can get up to 700 points this week. And oh, this is so confusing. See, the, I don't understand anymore. Yeah, it yeah. Take the points, that's why and then I there's this other attention. there's other chart of backer missions. Oh, because yeah. there's oh the we treats is one of the missions. So then there's just number of Kickstarter backers is more points. Okay, so you take all these points that you're getting from the various missions, the the ongoing one being the tweets, and then uh, wait, what? If you get then there's some sort of conversion. Because the the chart that says the rewards for the missions is in single, it's like forty points. You get like the next one is forty points. You get an alcohol fueled live streaming Twitch Q and A session with Jordan, Mitch, and Mike. Which who cares, right? Why would you want an alcohol fueled Twitch stream? I don't know. I, I don't want to do all that. Like <sighs> the the top one, the top sixty four point one, which uh, they're nowhere near. Uh, will be Jordan, Mitch, and Mike play tabletop Battletech on Twitch alongside Randall, Bills, Lauren Coleman, and Brent Evans from Catalyst Game Labs, whoever they are. Winning team keeps their beard. Six beards enter, three beards leave. Okay. There's actually... Randall, Bills, and I are not friends, kind of. We're cordial in a way that is very specifically cordial. (laughs) Okay. There's actual, like, game-related things. Like, there's novellas and, and some cameo stuff, but... Okay, I, d- I don't even understand what's going on with this thing. Okay, so... As far as the Kickstarter itself, they're at $2 million, so they're doing fine. They, they're yeah. well over their $250,000 goal. So what is this... They're what, near done. What is this the Kickstarter for? Battletech, like, which is Mech Warrior. I, it's a new Mech yeah, Warrior yeah, no, game. I, I, but is it a game, or is it a... It is it, a game. Hairbrain Schemes a, is doing a Battletech game. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess Mech Warrior yeah. Online wasn't enough. Correct. Well, this will be a game people play. <laughs> okay. This is, this is like a game game, Ooh, not an online game. If that makes, uh, let me try that again. So basically, they're trying to they're kickstarting Mech Warrior Five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's Mech, tactical. More like though. Mech Commander Three. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 geez, settle down, wallet. <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing? Is Mech Commander Three a good thing or a bad thing for you? Well, Alice? Mech Commander One was pretty good. Okay, so yeah, yeah. so this some, is going to be... Some mildly iffy acting aside. <laughs> so they're saying this will be modern turn-based tactical mech combat. Well, the original Mech Commander was a microprose real-time strategy game. Okay. From, like, the late 90s. So this will be turn-based. It looks beautiful. It's made by the people who've made all the Shadowrun games, which, having played nearly all of them, uh, are great. Um, so I, I backed this because, yeah... Uh, wait, did I not back this? I backed this. I'm not logged in. Yeah, and I don't know. I, this social thing is weird, though. 
Yeah. I um, think I I think I this I mean I know the shadow one the shadow run one turned out pretty well but you know what I think I'm okay with waiting for this. Okay. It looks great. So I I backed it cuz these guys have done well by me and I kind of want in on this for less money and that's cool. Um by the way, this Kickstarter was for a game that was guaranteed to happen no matter what. Yeah. Stage 1 was internally funded they were always funded. And they uh, were just looking for extra funding to do things like add a single-player story campaign. Like Originally, it was just going to be a skirmish game. And then now they're at the stage where they've got uh, side missions and procedurally generated missions and campaign and being vo- open-ended. And voice actors and I'm looking at the I'm looking from... at the dollar amounts for all these things, and the things they're adding should cost more than the dollar amounts they want. So there must be yeah. additional side funding, but whatever. Well, I'm sure they've got their own, they've got their own money on the line, and I think... Probably some publisher, and who knows if Catalyst is throwing money at them, too. Mm-hmm. Although, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some sort of weird backwards uh, goal where they hit $5 million and they just buy Catalyst. Did you ever play Gollum Arcana? Uh, I want to say I... You know what? There's a 50-50 chance I own it. Because <laughs> that was kickstarted, and same people, and it'll always look cool, but really expensive and hard to to get into a situation where... Someone had it and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, I okay. Now I know where I know that game. I knew. I know someone who bought it. Okay. And was trying to convince me to buy it. And I'm like, I don't have like ninety bucks for this. Whatever. <laughs> it looks cool though. It does look cool, but it's like having a miniature game that's connected to all your devices and stuff. Oh man, I need to find someone who can, who has all the crap. Then I'll go play it at their house. Yeah. All right. Anyway, go on, Mark. Yeah. That's that, that, now I want to go play Galamarcana. Let's let's forget the podcast. Let's go play. Bye. <laughs> All right. And the other thing I've been playing is uh, the Hearts of a Stone expansion to The Witcher Three. How's that going? Uh, it's pretty good. It's it's late game or post game content. Uh, it expands out the north east corner of the map. Adds uh, bigger, nastier enemies in the wild. Like boars will wreck you. <laughs> okay. And. Um, there's a story about an immortal who is a jackass because he's lived forever and jackassery is the only thing that entertains him now. Mm, okay. And you have to undo his immortality and you get to hang out with um, the cute ginger uh, medic from Witcher 2. <laughs> Best description ever. Look, I played half of the Witcher 2. Isn't I can't she remember. in Witcher 1 as well? I think Is so. Shauna or something like that, or yeah, Shawnee. Yeah, she's in Witcher one as well. Yeah. That's the only Witcher that Chris has played. I so made now her he's mad. I made her really mad. What'd you do? Well, I kind of chose a different girl over her. <gasps> Chris. Oh. Yeah. Chris. She didn't like that. Chris. Well, this is after I'd already kind of done things with her too. I got her card. <gasps> Chris. <laughs> the first game you get cards Chris, for all the girls you bet. I know. Sorry. Um, I ran into an order so of knights easy. that quote um, Mad Max Fury Road for some reason. Oh. Like it's the Knights of the Flaming Rose who have been in, you know, the books. Yeah, and yeah they were in Witcher the, 1 at least, at least. Yeah, they were in Witcher 1. Witcher 1 sure. and yeah. 2 then. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they just sort of shout, witness me. Like I had, I had one guy kind of in a loop of just saying the same three Mad Max quotes over and over. And I'm like... Why? Oh, I haven't seen the movie, so that's not going to make sense. 
Anna won't what go a lovely watch it day. with me. Yeah. Oh, God. Watch it yourself. She won't watch the movie with me. Watch it yourself. She won't watch the movie with me. Watch it's it a really yourself. good movie. I know. That's what I keep telling her. Uh-huh. She won't listen. Uh-huh. Of course, at this point, I, I, I understand that I've probably been overhyped for it. No, it's still really good. Okay. Like, I, the, the hype is almost equivalent to how cool it is. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Hype. 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 <laughs> so hype time is news time? Yes. Yes. Hype time is news time. And our first news is we've got a contest going on Yay! where you can get zestfully clean and get your own <laughs> copy of Tales of Zestiria. The collector's edition. Yeah. With all the doodads and whatnots. It's got all the stuff and the things. So Where did we get that from? Bandai Namco. Nice of them. They were nice this year. Yeah. They were very, very nice. Thank mm-hmm. you, Bandai Namco, for loving, for giving us this prize. And it's a really easy contest to enter. Yeah, how's it working? Yeah, like, you, you might think it took oh. me work to put together that fake commercial, but that was like 15 minutes. You have to make an advertisement for soap. Featuring Zestiria or something around it. Mm. <laughs> I love this. The, the thread is turning into something awesome. And yeah. So... And you don't have to use Photoshop. You can just write a slogan or take a picture of, I don't know. If you took a picture of a soapbox next to your next to a copy of Zestiria, it that would probably fly. <laughs> Like go to your e- go to go to go to your pharmacy and buy soap, and then take a picture of the EB Games copy of Zestiria. Actually, if they've got a stand-up display, put put the soap next to that, and that that could be your contest entry. What in the Bam. world? Dead. Where did this scuba hat come from in this picture? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? I don't want to look at this anymore. <laughs> So all of the entries have been awesome, and honestly, like I said, it requires very little effort, and you get a very nice prize. So go do it, so that we can have more cool. Are these actual like costume options in Tales of Zestiria? Yes. Uh, like everything in these screenshots: the space helmet, the scuba yes. mask. This yes. is ridiculous. Yes. Mystic art shower time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is this crap? Uh, well, I think one of the entered ones so far is I think one of the joke endings to Zillia Two. Oh, okay. So, give a zest of life with zest of soap. <laughs> the zest of life. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so go enter now. That's going to run through October twenty eighth, eight a.m. Eastern time. So, you need to go put your thing up on. Uh, is it on Twitter it's or Twitter? On the... Tweet okay. it. Tweet you gotta it. Gotta tweet it to us. Gotta tweet it. Gotta tweet it at RP Gamer. Um, you can go check the details out on the site right now. And who's picking the winner, Sam? Um, um or Mac and Sam yeah, in some sort of secret pa- cabal. It will be a panel. Okay, a but panel. Mac okay. and Sam will be part of that panel. RP Gamer's decision in all aspects relative to the contest are final. By entering, you agree to be bound by these official rules. Contest is offered by RP Gamer. RP Gamer We have a lot of Lee Lees on there. Yeah, we've acquired over the years. Yeah, there's a reason. That's great. It's oh. there because it earned a spot Do we let there. people um, enter by sending a postcard to some address or some no. crap like that? Okay, good. Which is why we are only running the contest in North America. All right. Also, oh. you know, region locking. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, here's your pretty coaster. Sorry. 
French. Oh, guy. hey, which wait, wait, wait which uh, console is the competition for? PS4. Uh, it's not region locked. Well, there's also two different publishers because Bandai Namco UK um, and Bandai Namco Europe are actually completely distinct companies from Bandai Namco US. It makes sense because Bamco. of Bandai. Bamco. That's not uncommon. I mean, I, I think, know, but I mean, let, let, don't forget that. I mean, I'm not forgetting Sony Europe and Sony North America are completely are two completely distinct financial companies too. I know. I just know that somehow these two corporations are being screwed over in completely separate ways by their parent. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then there's Nintendo of America who just doesn't care. Well, they're separate companies. No, too. they care. They just have. No, Their priorities care. crooked. They don't care. Don't make Someone me read my must letter. Care. Don't make me read the letter, all right? <laughs> <sighs> is it as bad as the letters I used to get from Paul Calandra? <laughs> no, this is a letter from... Dear Nintendo. Chris, thank you for your recent letter. I can see why you want to see games like Xenoblade, The Last Story, or Pandora's Tower released here in the Americas, <laughs> but at this time we have no new information to offer or announcements to make regarding these games. I realize this is disappointing, but your comments have been documented and made available for other departments here to use as they see fit. We appreciate hearing what our consumers find important. See, that's better than the letters I'd get from Paul Calandra. <sighs> Sissy Barner, consumer service representative. Yeah, it's... Two of those games were already, like... They knew! The they knew! Yes, but they can't say. Whatever, they could say more than they did, which was no. nothing. No, Chris, they can't. We are exploring the possibility of releasing these games in the U.S. No way, because if something fell through or something happened, We are no exploring way. the possibility. No. That's what that means. Were no. they or were they yeah, not exploring? Chris, they were exploring the possibility, Anna. That's what was going on, even not, if it falls through. But they still can't say it. Why not? Because it leaves them open. You say things like that all the time for Natsume. Yes, but I'm not Nintendo. I'm Natsume. What does it matter? Uh, well, that's amazing. Those are like has completely things on the go, and yeah. actually, we have more than Nintendo. Things. Well, I'm. I don't know. I just. I want to tell you all something. What do you want to say? There's a game called Sunless Sea, and it's getting an expansion. Okay. Huzzah! What's Sunless Sea? <laughs> uh, it's called Submariner. With a Z. Zub. Zubmariner. Okay. There's new story locations, new, por new ports, one called Rack, which has lots of shipwrecks. There's beasts that glow in the dark because they're bioluminescent in the water. It's Rack and Ruin? No, just Rack. Uh, it has lots of ruined rack ships. Rack with Ruins. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yes. There's no release date for it yet. This is the this is the Cthulian style game where you sail around and do things. I don't know how this game works. It's, it's a roguelike boat game in a Lovecraftian underground ocean oh, why isn't anna playing this uh you like lovecraftian yeah <laughs> she likes cute look lovecraftian horror no i've played some of the old games the old games no, no I, I played it i remember playing. were those the games made by the old ones <laughs> no it's um i remember playing a game it was like um and an action-y game. And the problem was is I got hit by too many tentacles and then I grabbed my knife and stabbed my own eyes out. <laughs> well then. Yeah, that sounds about right. Is but, that Call I mean, of Cthulhu or something yeah, else? Yeah, I think that was Call of Cthulhu. Dark Corners of the Earth? Um, She doesn't know. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember that stuff. I can't I'm, I'm just that. saying that remember that in this game, uh, Cthulhu has been defeated by a boat in the past. Oh, so it's already taken care of. 
I'm just saying Cthulhu is out there. He is vulnerable to boat. You're in a boat. <laughs> Perfect. Maybe you can make this work. <laughs> just uh, don't run into Haster on the way or something. You're good. Um, and keep an eye on that. Uh, and keep an eye on that Egyptian guy you hired on in the last port. He, yeah. He's up to something. Uh-huh. Wait, to something. wait, 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 wait. I know this. You know what? I know that reference. Okay. The, the fact that there's only one guy who is referred to properly as the Egyptian. <laughs> what are you talking about? I give up on this. <laughs> All right. Summon Night 5. <sighs> Summon Harder? <sighs> Summon Night 5. Wait, no. Uh, 5 is uh, the Summoner Takes Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Summon Night 5. <laughs> is uh is uh the game coming out by gaijin works it is uh we're finally getting some night five while japan's working on getting some night six they released a hd trailer for the opening which is weird because it's a vita game that doesn't run at 1080 but whatever and they uh they have a campaign now game's gonna come out is a thing it people like it the game is coming out seems to like the trailer (laughs) the game's coming out uh for 34.99 no unless you tweet, uh, you retweet a tweet they put out. The, they get enough tw- retweets, and it may go down to as low as twenty eight ninety nine. So go do their social media for them. Yeah, yeah, you 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 work for your nonsense. Yeah, I didn't get along well with their social media person. It's Vic Arland. I think it yeah. is Vic doing the tweets and. How? Well, why would he let anyone else do that? It's not like he's a history of poor <laughs> interactions with the public. It's just like, no, we're just gauging interest. Like, you son of a... You are so lying. You're so lying. You're not making business decisions based on the number of wee treats you get. If you can lower the price to get more sale, lower the price. But don't give me this baloney about how you need to see how many retweets occur to decide if you need to lower the price. Ah, I don't believe you. Do how do not. I Twitters? How do I Twitters? Is that yes. what you asked? How do I Twitters? Yes, I feel like I feel like this is this this is Vic Ireland learning Twitter. Whatever, I guess it's working for him. I mean, he, he read that he read a two-page article about Twitter for business and now he thinks he's got a great plan. Well, he's got a plan at least. So that's better than most <laughs> companies. Hey, don't As worry. Anna can attest to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Don't worry. The last time he got into an argument with someone, they called him a son of a bitch. Yep. And (laughs) he will be happy to tell you the story about it. He wants people to be angry at him. He relishes it. He, I told him, you know, I don't want to argue. I told him I don't want to argue about this with you. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm sorry. And he sent seven more. And he kept trying to goad me into an argument. (laughs) It's like what? I shouldn't have even engaged with you to begin with. Stop encouraging me. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Look, it's hard not to engage. And Vic Ireland is, he's a snowflake. Yes, he you is. You got to stare at a snowflake. Yeah. A snowflake uh, and a train wreck. All right. Knights of the Old Republic thing? <sighs> yeah. So that the early access has started for that new uh, Knights of the Old Republic expansion. Uh, if you were a scriber between July and early October, you're in already. The expansion comes to everyone else on October 27th, um, and this this expansion actually has one of those quick start things that MMOs are doing. There's a way to make a character uh, that starts at level 60, and uh, yeah, it's it, you're like some sort of dude. They, they have a story justification where you're like a dude who was um, in 
in uh, off on the fringe doing things. No, but you were like, no, it's uh, how did they say? You've been frozen in carbonite for years. Just right. waking up. Um, <laughs> love it. Did, is this the one that they hired Drew Carpetian back to write, or is that going to be the next one? I don't know that person, so I couldn't tell you. Drew Carpetian is a former slash current writer for Bioware. Is that the guy who, who did Mass Effect when the story was good in Mass Effect? He yes. did Mass Effect okay. 1, yes. He also okay. did uh, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and um, half of Baldur's Gate 2. Yeah, and his novels are okay, too. So, yeah. Well, his Star Wars novels are fine. Uh, Child of Fire was... Oh, God. I don't know what that is. Is is that a Dragon Age novel? No, no, it is. Well, okay, it is a Dragon Age novel, and that's part of the problem. Uh, He he decided to quit video games to be a novelist. Yeah. So he wrote... um, It's a trilogy, a fantasy trilogy, the first part of which is very definitely, obviously... Um, an early concept for the start of Dragon Age Origins. Okay. And it is devoid of characterization entirely. Because hmm. he had to strip all that out to make sure he didn't get sued? <laughs> Probably. Also, I suspect that um, it's... Um, what's his face? Patrick Weeks, who did the real heavy lifting for characters. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because his novels are perfectly fine. Okay, all right. So there you go. Um, I don't know who wrote this. Uh, you'd need to look that up. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. And uh, yeah, so you can uh, jump right in at 60 once the expansion comes out. And there you go. Uh, you have to pay for the expansion, don't you, if you're a free-to-play player, don't you? I forget Probably. how this works. Yeah, if you're a subscriber, you just get it. So uh, look to that for the end of the month. Uh, that is, actually, that's just a few days from now. Darkest Dungeons now has a release date. If you've been following that early access title, that's the side-scrolling, dungeon-crawling thing where your people eventually go mad and kill themselves. And Isn't this the one that Fox keeps doing the videos for? I don't know. Could be. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, They're from Seattle. Will... They go to PAX like, all the time. I, that doesn't narrow it down that much. Oh, so. sorry. sorry. Okay, I will mention that I do have a halftime report coming for sort of a second impression now that they've... It added a whole bunch of stuff to the gameplay compared to the previous video I did for this. Cool. So uh, they have a release date now of January 19th, 2016. Um, but there's still uh, plenty of early access updates planned until then. So, I mean, if you're already playing it and looking forward to watching it develop, you can keep doing that. Um, the game came out a while ago called Forced. Um and now they are porting it to consoles in what they are calling Forced, Slightly Better Edition. And I appreciate this nomenclature. I think it's fantastic nomenclature. Excellent. So it's, 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 this, this, is, this, this should become a norm. It's incorporating all the improvements that the Steam version has been getting. Um, I believe so. It came out actually three days ago, so it's already out. Um, but uh, yeah... We, we have a review up of the original game. You can go check it out. It's kind of like you're co-oping with people, and there's like this force to, that you use to like move things around and solve puzzles. Uh, it seems really fun. I've never had a chance to really get into it because I, I just never arranged like a co-op buddy to go through this with. Um, I played it at a PAX and, and remember enjoying it. Um, so yeah, you can go check that out if you want it on PS4 um, for the console version, the slightly better edition. It's only 15 bucks, so that's not too bad. Or your regional equivalent. Right. <laughs> Trillion, God of Destruction, is coming. Um, sorry, I forgot to write down the... P- 
Yeah, Idea Factory is who's publishing this bad boy. Uh, Idea <laughs> Hi, Factory Chris. International. Hi, Sam. Question. Yeah. Does anyone give a crap about this one? Because it's made by Mugen Souls team. Uh, it's made by Compile Heart. Yeah. Uh, but it's a strategy RPG on Vita, so that means Anna cares, right? Yes. And, yeah, that See, makes... Actually, we're not getting the Vita version, though. This is Wait, just for what? PS3. What? Our game page is actually wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> and so yeah, is the I... story. <sighs> Wait, what? No, well, you know what? The, the PlayStation Vita now. exclusive strategy RPG will be released in the what? two regions at some point in 2016, it says. Okay, because the press release said PS3 for some reason. <laughs> oh. So either we got a clarification of that or we flubbed our story. I'm, hey, I'm, we we uh, should look into that. Uh, let's see we'll what Gamatsu says. Gamatsu says to Vita. It's Vita? That's All what right. Gamatsu says. We, All right, so Max Happy. Yeah, Doesn't because it's a Vita game. Hashtag yeah. team handheld. Hashtag, hashtag team denial, you mean. Hashtag death to uh, compile heart. Death to compile heart. Hey, hashtag, you know, this once is, again, I don't give a crap about this title. This is, <laughs> you know, there's an interesting corollary to this to this story. Corollary? One, thank you. Thank you. Because once again, we it's had the new story read, this you week. You never say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Anna? We had yet another news story this week about how there's no current first-party uh, Sony titles being developed for the Vita. Well, yeah. To which the rest of the world goes, no shit, they stopped developing for it in 2013. Who yep. cares? Yeah. I mean, how many of the Sony first-party games on the Vita were good? Well, wait, 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 wait. Doesn't um, the Papercraft game count as a first-party game? No. Oh. Okay. It's being developed well, by someone else. It's just being published by Sony as part of their Indian issue. Well, the, I thought publishing by Sony counts as first party. So. Um, no, that's, not that's second party. Second party yeah. at best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Trillion, God of Destruction. You have to fight a big demon who has one trillion hit points. Yes. That's why it's called Trillion, except it's spelled with an O instead of an A. Whatever. It's coming out spring in 2016. You fight a demon with a, a trillion HP. You need to team up with six female overlord candidates to beat this guy. Who look like the ones from Mugen Soul Z, which will make you super uncomfortable. So is this a harem game? Yes. Probably. I okay. am looking at the goth lolly right now. This it is, is all goth lolly <laughs> art style. It looks... No, I, I do it's, like the monstrous... It's, thing. it's okay, really I'm looking pretty. at the dating sim screen. This is so, and at the, another goth lolly. This, this is a harem game. This is a I harem don't, game. I don't see a dating sim screen here. I see just a conversation screen. I don't know. But uh, yeah. It is. Chris isn't as educated in the way of harem games. I think you're right. It is probably a, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. You, you've already died to this guy once. You've been um, revived by a necromancer, Faust, you know, because we're not original here. And uh, you team up with six female overlord candidates, defeat Trillion over a series of encounters, blah, 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 blah. You can train and strengthen pe weapons at the blacksmith. And there's ten endings, so I think it is How a harem game. How many girls are there? Six. Okay. So you, oh. got, so you got one ending for each girl, um, a bad ending... An ending where you beat the boss, an ending where you beat the boss properly, and then one other ending and for then fun. And a true ending. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe a neutral ending. Uh, ending where you join so the bad, bad guy. Well, hang on. Six girls, bad, good, true, and then... Good question. I, I think uh, betrayal, where you join the bad guy or something. I don't know. Whatever. Lame. That, that's what I'm calling right now. All right. So Dwarf Run is another indie game. That is coming. Uh, it's out now. Eight ninety nine, 
and uh, we're covering it because it's a uh, kind of an indie game based on early style D and D rules, uh, manual c- controller auto. It's a dungeon delving game. If uh, Sword Coast Legends is too expensive for you, and you you just kind of want of a want some and of that, you can't experience. find a good co op team. Yeah, so uh, this and can you be have the game an for you. Aff- affection for Eastern European games. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's any good or not, but uh, that's out now. We want to let you know about it. Um, Eska well, and... It only has dwarves as playable characters. Oh, so, that's a good I mean, point. That, yeah, you got to be that, in the dwarves. That is a selling point for some. Okay, do the female dwarves have beards? I'm looking. It doesn't seem to be that case, that is which really I don't know. That's really unfortunate. That, that's not right. No, it's not. Yeah. Eska and Logi Plus and Knights of Azure are coming out in the Europe regions. And uh, America to follow, but... Yeah, since no dates for NA, but there's, it's going to be around... Hold on, hold on. Yeah, let me explain this. So Eskim Logi Plus will be out January 20th and the North American date somewhere around there. And Knights of Azure will be out on April 1st and the U.S. date somewhere around there. Uh, plus, if you remember, it's Eskim Logi, but better. <laughs> Duh. Slightly. <laughs> Slightly better. To the extreme. Because it's a PS4 version, right? Is it Vita 2? Um, plus version. Okay. That's a good I question. Think. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it is. is a Vita version. Yep. Okay. So it's just like the other ones. Okay. And then uh, well, Knights that of. Means I need to decide whether I want to finish it on the PS3 or wait for the Vita. Did you version. start it? Yes. Hmm. I think you should just finish it. Okay. And then move on because you you've got a, too many games to play. Um, <sighs> Knights of Azure is a new IP from Gust, um, and that's all I really know. <laughs> um, it has a lot of proper nouns in the description. Yeah. Which That's is always helpful. It's not very helpful at all. They, they, we can talk about the story, but whatever. We want to see it. That's the PS4 game. So that'll be out next April. Trails in the Sky, second chapter is coming out next week. So, Chris. Yeah? You know what this means? It's, no. You can get your hands on more tits. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I hope I hope they do a bundle with both games so I can have a bundle of tits. You can have a pair of tits. Oh. A pair of tits. Well, there should, well, remember, there's three games total, right? Yes. So that's awkward. Um, there, there's going to be next uh, worldwide. It's going to be released worldwide on PC for Steam and GOG, as well as on uh, the PlayStation Portable, which I assume is going to be digital only, right? I think Almost so. certainly. I forget. Because I know that Cold Steel has a physical release. I don't remember if. Well, yeah, wouldn't this because Cold Steel is coming out on on PS4 as well or something right like that or PS3? Wouldn't, wouldn't this game be on two UMDs even if they did oh. get a physical, oh, which they don't want right. to do in North America yeah, ever? Because that'd be awful. Because <laughs> that'd be reasons. terrible. Yeah. Who who's? I mean, even we who who play our PSP do not have a regular PSP. We have a Go. Uh, so, I have a regular PSP. You, well, yeah, but you don't play your regular PSP. No, because I like we, the Go. When we play PSP games, we play the Go. I enjoy you know, the one Go. of the six people in the world that actually own a Go. Yeah, this is my second Go because the first one got stolen. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so, so somebody stole a Go, so figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> somebody wanted one enough to steal it. <laughs> well, if you could have one for free, if I could have one for free, I'd, I'd jump on that. Maybe you'll have to ask for it for your next employee of the month. <laughs> Yeah, why not? <laughs> I why think not? they're cheap I'm sure, they're, I'm sure it's <laughs> under the uh, the the uh, the price threshold. Uh, I doubt that actually. Um, I don't know. <laughs> We've bought more I'm... expensive collector's editions. Mm. No, we didn't. No, we just got the plain white one, Anna. No, 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 no. We have bought for people. More oh yeah, yeah, collector's yeah. editions that are more expensive than a go would be. But that's that's a one-off thing. 
We don't do that normally. That's true. Yeah. Okay, it's still like 200 bucks. Eh. Yeah, we haven't done that either. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> um, Tell you what, if you and Sam win the same month, we'll get you a go. <laughs> How does that work? We don't do that. <laughs> she, that's why she can say that, because you know it's not possible. All right, Trails uh, in the... T- whatever. Trails in the Sky. The first. wait is over October 29th. Finally, you get to play more Trails in the Sky. <sighs> Look... Waiting for tits is hard. <laughs> yeah, tell me about, about it. it. Wow, oh. three different meanings for that in that one exclamation that we just had on that podcast. All right, we're going to move on. Yokai the Watch. Triple entendre is a, the is a tri- skill that requires much honing. <laughs> Yokai Watch has a 2DS bundle. That's right. Have you been waiting to jump into the, the landscape of 3DS and 2DS games? Uh, if so, okay, if Yokai Watch is the, is the one that's apparently. jumping. Check this out. For $99.99, which is the price normally of a 2DS, for $99.99, you get the, a 2DS and the game Yokai Watch. Which is good, because I think that game's going to be 40 bucks. I played out. the demo of Yokai Watch this week. What did you think of it? I thought it was very basic. <laughs> I, see, I want to play the, the demo, but I mean, all the videos and all the gameplay that I've watched and seen... I am looking forward to this. I was done with the demo in less than an hour. Um, you run, so you go down. You are a kid. You walk around town. Are you and sure you're not a squid? No, you're a kid. Uh, or a squid? Different Nintendo game that you're oh, thinking of. You walk sorry. around town and you look up for. You have a little ghost gauge in the upper corner of your screen. You it's, look for it to go is, red. Is it perhaps your yokai watch? I don't care. You look for it to go red. And then you press a button that brings a lens onto the screen. You put the lens in the right part of the screen. It fills up a little thing around the circle of the lens. And then the yokai appears. And it's either a good yokai that you just talk to and he says something funny. Or it's a bad yokai that you fight with the battle system that makes no sense. And then you uh, you do one of these things. And you... Uh, which The battle system that, as presented in the demo is... It's one of these like... It, there's an iOS game that's like this too, but you have like six things and you turn a wheel to decide which three people on your wheel of six people are the front line of your party and they're the ones who are attacking and being damaged. So you pick those three and then you press them, in, you press the Sultimate, which is like uh, th- their special abilities. And so they're either auto attacking that does like nothing or you do these Sultimate abilities, which uh, is the combinations of words Soul and Ultimate if you're wondering and you press it and then it has you do a little mini game like trace these shapes or click the pop these bubbles or um spin the the bottom screen those are the three they had in the demo and you do those things and then their ultimate ability happens and it either heals your party or damages people depending on which ability you did which depends on which monster you chose and you do that until the battle's over and you're fine and then there's a if your guys get possessed you, you might need to bring them to the back row and do the same set of actions to bring them back to unpossessed nature. And then if they get knocked out, you're just screwed. So you do that for a while, uh, battling yokai. And once you've battled the three specific yokai, there's a few extra ones you can also battle. Uh, once you battle the three specific yokai they want you to, you go back and you fight a boss and uh, you get halfway through killing the boss. And the demo set ends saying you need to go collect more yokai to get stronger. Um, <laughs> So it's it's real kind of shameless, um, and oh, you collect yokai uh, by just beating them in battle and hoping they join your party. And I am just still offended by the fact that they hyphenated yokai for the localization, as opposed to making it y o u k a i. To just have it be the word that is the word that is the thing. Yokai. Oh, be, no, it's a pun off of yo yokai. I, 
It is? Yeah, yes. no, it's still that's terrible. How they, that's how they do it in the anime. It is? Yeah, yes. the anime is terrible. Is it? I haven't yeah. watched it. Is it any is I, it awful? Well, you just said it was. Anna, is it awful? It, it, it's game it's game anime. Come on. Hey. Um um Sword Art Online is game anime, right? No, no, it's, an it's anime the other way game. around, and um, it's still terrible. Yeah. Oh, come One, on! One, the anime isn't that good, and two, the games tend to be worse. Yeah. Have you read the reviews for those? No, I I like the first episode of the anime. Okay. Okay. I, I only watched yeah, the first gets, episode though. <laughs> it gets worse. Oh, it gets right. worse. Oh, that's no good. Um. Okay. So, oh, I know. I know. Stand up. Stand up. If you like football. That's awesome. What are you complaining about? Yeah. I think that anime is better than the game from what I've heard. <laughs> All right, whatever. Whatever. We can debate about that later. Um, Yokai Watch is coming soon. Anna wants it. November 6th is when this bundle comes out, which is when the game comes out. I don't know how the watch and the discs you get for the watch really play into it. I, I assume it matters somehow. And, I don't Because otherwise yet. they wouldn't be sold out everywhere forever. Um, they were showing off the watch at a Comic-Con or something. Or at a Nintendo store, and people were t- posting on the tweets saying, "Yeah, that's the uh, get used to it because that's the last one you're ever going to see in a box, <laughs> ever, <laughs> because they will sell out and never be in stock if oh. it's like Japan." Um, speaking of games that you collect monsters, well, hold on, I'm trying to understand why Yokai Watch is not very interesting to me and Pokemon is. What is what's going on there? What am I missing? Do you think, Anna? Um, I don't know. Probably I'm... a deep customization of your Pokemon moves or something like uh, that. Yeah, but you never finish Pokemon games. I do. So... I finished X and Y. Yeah. A, maybe Pokemon doesn't force you to do stupid mini games. In fact, I did. Well, the, you're right. And then I finished the post game content for for Y, and you didn't at all, Anna. Yeah, I did. So, nah. Yeah. No, you didn't do it all. I know you didn't. Okay. Fight. Yet fight, I fight. played to completion. Um. Uh, Alpha Sapphire, and you didn't. Oh, have you finished that? I need to finish oh, that. Oh, yeah. You haven't even bought it. You don't even own it. Uh, it. We got the two-pack, Anna. Oh, that's right. Because, <laughs> of the, because, it, was, because it was cheaper because of the stupid potions For thing. people who think that I'm actually always wrong when talking with Anna, it's not actually the case. A lot of times she's wrong. So. Shut up. <laughs> Everyone is wrong in equal proportion. Yeah, that's marriage. It's <laughs> just only one party can admit it. So Final Fantasy fourteen has a Halloween event going on. Alice, have you played it? Uh, I've already finished it. Yeah, you finished it. Okay. Yep. So what do you what did you get for your Halloween event? Uh, you got a witch's outfit. Um, what else do you get? I'm trying to remember. Witch's some outfit, sort of, uh, a minion, sort of and wearing... a mount. Some sort of penguin? Did you say? Yeah. yeah said... It looks like a penguin with the, no, with the um, um, jack o' lantern. <laughs> Oh yeah, but yeah. It's a min- a minion and a mount, which is a broom, you know, like the one you get in Warcraft. Hmm. And yeah, it's it flies. a pumpkin butler. They call it. That's hmm. totally a penguin. That's a penguin wearing a hat. With a hat. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. <laughs> uh, the PS4 has a price drop in the Europe now, so if you're in the Europe, it's only three forty nine euros, euros, or your whatever it's going to be for you. Um, it's I don't know what. The New Zealand and Australian prices are compared to what they were before, but the New Zealand price is going to be five sixty nine ninety five, which seems really high. And if you're in the know, UAE, the, the New Zealand dollars weird. Yeah, so I, I, I'm not even going to speculate any further. So that's good. Um, and then Square Enix came out with an annual report. So check this crap out. Oh yeah, and there was a bunch of things that yeah. we talked about there that are interesting, but it's a matter of what whether they're actually going to go through with them. 
So Mobius Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest Dokodemo Monster Parade, which is a thing, apparently. I don't know yes. what that game is. What is that? I've never heard of that one before. Dokodemo Monster Parade. Is it, that... It's a Japanese phone game. Well, thank you very much. That's. I just want to know if it was the one I had played or not, and it's not, it looks like. So, so all right. It is a free-to-play game that I'm sure wants you to spend lots of money on it. They apparently had strong starts, so big deal. They're not out here yet. Uh, MMO... Mobius is coming, though. Yeah, I know. Mevius? Mobius? Whatever. In the MMO space, 14 and Dragon Quest X apparently are stable earning generators, which, of course, frustrates anyone who reads that because they want Dragon Quest X to be out of here, which is never going to happen at this point. No. Nope. Dragon Quest Heroes and Type-0 HD apparently were both successful, even though they only sold a million units, which I think is funny because they said Tomb Raider was not successful since it only said a million units that one year. It's relative. Yeah. Six you million. You know it is. Six million. It sold six million and failed. Best, best <laughs> launch for the franchise, and it's a completely junk. It's apparently. terrible. <laughs> terrible. Because the amount Bad of money business. they put into it versus the amount of money they got out of it, it was a failure. I, I guess. No, I don't even think it was I don't a think budget that's thing. True. I think it was a sales expectation ah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's a stockholder thing. That's why you should never be public if you can avoid it. All right. Um, something about taxes. Oh, they're saying because of the consumption tax, arcades are are being harder to make profit with. So they only made 3.6 billion yen. <laughs> So but whatever. that was much lower than what they had originally projected. I, so. Whatever. Yeah. So arcades are failures forever. Why they didn't have any new releases is the other big thing. They didn't have any major new releases, apparently. But Lord of a Million 3, which Chris desperately wants in the U.S. and will never happen, and Gunsinger, Stratos 2 are their big ones there. Um, they note that the PS4 and Xbox One are growing significantly, primarily in Europe and North America. Which, you know, no duh. kidding. This is my favorite line. Smart devices are also becoming more advanced and more commonplace as they are seen in evolution in where and how we enjoy digital content. Thank you, Screenix, no for letting us know. <laughs> oh, that feels in like a other Pactor, news bears a prediction. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna say, hey, we're gonna they're gonna revitalize some of our strong IPs in need, ways that meet the needs of the modern gaming market. That means phone ports, all right? <laughs> phone versions, phone, phone ports and the PS1. PS4. And the PS4, yeah. Additionally, the company planned to explore possibilities involving virtual reality because everyone's involved exploring that. doesn't mean anything. Uh, so here's the thing that I find fascinating. Yeah? Um, part of the report is that they are going to revisit classic franchises that haven't had a game in a number of years. And they're what probably they going to start with a remake and then rebuild the franchise from there. Is what do you mean, what do they own? Is. They own, like, Secret of Mana and about, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, but yeah. what do they own that they haven't really played with in a while? Secret of Mana I mean, and Chrono Mana, Trigger. <laughs> yeah, those are, like, the two big ones. How about there There still isn't a The World Ends With You 2? <laughs> Wait, as in, like, also? Or no, the second one? Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I like the idea of calling it The World Ends With You too. <laughs> the World Ends With You too now coming to oh, iOS and that's Android. A fa- yeah, that that's already happened game. when Apple gave that's everyone that free game. album on iTunes. The World Ended... The World YouTube. Ends With You too. <laughs> uh, all, right, all right, whatever. So, I mean, they Stupid. have a lot of stuff that they've sort of just stuffed away in a drawer. Like, honestly, could you... Do you really think that if square enix went to nintendo and said we want to make super mario rpg 2 nintendo would be like mm, nah uh nintendo of america might. would <laughs> no but nintendo of japan probably wouldn't maybe uh maybe? Oh, 
We want to make. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They would be like, we want to make a new RPG as a third party for your new console. They'd be like, oh, thank goodness, you're the only one. Right. (laughs) They probably would do it. So I mean, I just know this means we're gonna get like time splitters on Oculus Rift. Yeah, (laughs) I think you're right. I mean, I think that they are sitting on a lot of cool ideas that they haven't really um, circled back around to. And I mean, even things like we haven't seen a Slime Mori Mori game in like a decade. No, there was one in in Japan. No, no, no. But we haven't seen. Yeah, no, we haven't, and they don't care about us seeing them. Mm. Filthy Gaijin. That's not this. This report is not about U.S. releases necessarily, Anna. Right. So don't think that that's just because they might do an old IP means it's ever going to come out here. And it could I be agree. another phone game that's tied into that old IP that will never. Oh come yeah, over here. I Guard for iOS. That, yep. It will be Drakengard Monster Parade, right? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Drakengard Dragon Dress Up. <laughs> I think it's too God. early to say whether or not this is going to be a good thing for North America, but I'm glad that they are least approaching the possibility. Yeah. That at least makes me cautiously optimistic, mm-hmm. even though I have zero expectations. Although, you know what? A, a Gex phone game could work. Also, this ties into what I wanted to talk about. What is that? Final Fantasy characters will very shortly be available in Puzzle and Dragons in the U.S. Hey, how long is patents for... Oh, that's copyright, not patent. Never mind. Yeah. All right. Patents Shoot, last I was... uh, forever-ish. No, no. Patents are short. Uh, it's pa- copyrights that last forever-ish. Patents are like 20, 25 years or something. But okay. yeah, the uh, but Mickey Mouse is forever. <laughs> Basically, as long as Disney can get it. As uh, long as Disney employs lawyers, they will write copyright yes, law. Yes, that's right. That's actually <laughs> that's probably actually accurate. accurate. Okay, so oh, it's entirely accurate. <laughs> so Final Fantasy is coming to Puzzle and Dragons. And how's that going to work, Anna? Um, Are we going to get it too? No, it was already out at April in Japan. Oh, okay. This is the stateside event. When are we getting it? Soon. Do I want to play Dragon uh, Dungeons and what's it called anymore? Puzzles and Dragons. Puzzle and Dragons anymore. Because um, I'm kind of into Record Keeper as my free to play. Yeah, I don't, I don't think need... so. But I thought it might be interesting to bring up for people that do still play Puzzles and Dragon. Mm. So it's you're getting basically. The, you know what my problem is, Anna? Expect from each game. Puzzle and Dragons requires too much work to play. Yep. And it makes my hands hurt over time because I have these weak arms and stuff that have RSI. <laughs> so wimpy. Yeah, it's just, it's like uh, all that orb shifting. It just so, hurts. bro, do you not, do you I, not lift? I do not lift. Bro. I, I do not lift. Bro. I do not even lift. Bro. I, I even do not bro. lift. <laughs> all right, Dragon Quest bonus weekends. How's this working, Anna? Okay, so hang on. Let me pull up the tweet because the tweet has a very lovely infograph on it. Oh, graphics. Why did did I not leave this tweet open? It's right in the spreadsheet. What are you complaining about? Because I had to go to the spreadsheet. All right. (laughs) So here's what's going to happen from now until the end of January. Every Saturday from midnight to noon Pacific, you will get 20% more EXP points. So Saturday mornings. Yep. Saturday from noon to midnight pacific you will get a double rare item drop rate on sunday from midnight to they, noon do they realize there's no such thing as a 24 o'clock yeah that should be 2359 yeah whatever and it should be 1201 to 2359 no no oh is fine oh is midnight that's fine no, no, chris what these events overlap oh yeah 
Maybe during that minute you get both. Yeah, maybe. So from midnight <laughs> so to place, noon. So be, be on the ball for that, guys. <laughs> Anyways, from midnight to noon Don't on sleep. Sundays, uh, Pacific, you get 20% more gold. And then noon to midnight on Sundays, you get 20% more EXP again. Hmm. So unfortunately, by the time we finish the podcast, the 20% more EXP will be done for the day. Aww. But we could play tomorrow. No, we can't play tomorrow. No, tomorrow. <laughs> but we could play the rare item ro- drop rate tonight. You, you could play the, for drops. Or the gold tomorrow morning. Nah, no. Nope, not tomorrow morning. Um, we are so busy this yeah, weekend. Yeah, the XP tomorrow night. Yeah, well, but we're going to get home really late. I, I'm, I'm confused. Why do we need these things? Was the game not achievable on its own? Okay, well, um, I guess, uh, yeah, if you want bonus things for Dragon Quest Heroes, there you go. And this is good for, like, months. Well, here's the problem is I've got all these games now that I'm... We've got... We kind of shifted things around so we can get more games in this household for doing previews on the podcast and for streams and stuff. And now I've got way too much crap in this house. So who has time to go back to Dragon Quest Heroes right now? We If anything goes back to, you've already told me we're going to play more Yoshi. Yeah, we need to play more Yoshi. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, are we even getting at any time to play Yoshi this, this Who weekend? Who knows? Maybe not. Okay. But you'll play Zelda and you'll be happy. Yes. So don't worry about it. Okay. Sword Art Online, Lost Song got a trailer. Dreadnought Travelers 2, which is now out in Europe, got a trailer. The new remake of Odin Sphere got a trail. A couple of more trailers. It's trailer time. Overlord Fellowship of Evil got a trailer. Trailer. Fallout 4 got its trailer of the week, as well as another trailer. So they're covering luck and they have the wanderer whatever exist archive the other side of the sky which is a japanese game from trice it got a trailer Trailers. stella glow got a trailer Trailer. and dragon quest hero got some pictures why i don't know pictures why did they get pictures <laughs> i don't know oh dragon quest bureau builders not heroes oh I, I that makes that a lot more sense because that may- <laughs> that's not that's out yet better and i put that in the wrong section i should have put that in the japan section and now let's have our japan section yay you put a trailer down here first off uh the trailer i mentioned for exist archive <laughs> Followed by Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters Daybreak Special Gigs, another trailer. Trailer. And then Fire Emblem Cross Shin Megami Tensei. Had a trailer. Fire Emblem Pound Sign Gobun Renki, whatever it's called. That breaks our RSS feed. Yeah, that thing got trailers and screenshots. All right. Uh, The more I see this game, the less excited I am. Why is that? The more I see this game, the more excited I am because it's got people from Fire Emblem Awakening in it. Why are you less excited, Scott? I don't know. It just doesn't. I think it is the Persona elements that are just sort of like... It is neither a Persona game, nor is it a Fire Emblem game. And And I think that will turn off the The SMT elements are just like so out of place. (laughs) Everything's out of place in that game, it looks like. But when you fight, you turn into Fire Emblem characters or something. I don't know. All right, now for the depressing news. Monster Hunter Online gets a graphical update, so they're making the game a bit more modern looking, um, given how long it's been out in Japan. We're still not getting in here. Dissidia Final Fantasy is coming to Japanese arcades on November 26th. Uh, Of course, we are not going to get it in arcade here. Hopefully, we'll get a home version eventually or something. Valkyria of the Blue Revolution was trademarked by Sega in Japan. Sega! um, Which I guess would also be Index Corporation, because Atlas owns them, right? Um, new Valkyria... No, wait. They own Atlas. Yeah, yes. right. So Sega trademarked a new Valkyria Chronicles game, most likely. Um, does that mean it's coming? Maybe. <laughs> Probably Do, will not. Will we get it? Probably not. Um, 
And a real Pokemon gym opened in Osaka, or is opening on November 19th in Osaka. Yeah, Japan's getting an actual Pokemon gym. It's got Pikachu on the outside and everything. It's called the Pokemon Expo Gym. It's an edutainment facility. <coughs> Fans will get advice on Pokemon, tips on using abilities, and a way for kids to enjoy and learn to communicate with others as part of the program. There'll be training programs like Charizard's Battle Coliseum. The, some of these programs will reward special Pokemon for the 3DS games. And you can even pre-order a special member's card right now and a pass case, which comes with a cute Pikachu lanyard that holds your card. And they, they're even launching an Expo Gym app for the smartphones that will show your stats and your ranking at the gym. I'm done. We're moving to Japan, Anna. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Time to go to the real-life Pokemon gym. Frickin' frick, I'm... <sighs> if you're upset with all the cool things that come to Japan that we don't get, here's something that's coming to the U.S., Europe, Canada, and Australia. Pikachu's coming to Build-A-Bear! next year and you get a pokeball hoodie or a pikachu sound chip for it and if you buy one you get a promo tcg card and if you order it online anna you can get a charizard costume for your pikachu Ooh, now i'm interested <laughs> we, like, bear pikachu. we like have all these pikachus in the house that are dressed as different things well yeah. that's that that's important it's very pikachu is adorable dressed as other things well, there's a whole episode of Pikachu of uh, Pokemon XY where there's dressed up Pikachu's, so maybe we should go watch that episode. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> well, at least we get the Pikachu's stuff. Pikachu's. Pika. We like we like Build a Bear stuff. They've been putting out good stuff for the past <laughs> year. Yeah, it's because we have all the My Little all the ponies. ponies. Yeah. Some other stuff. <sighs> Next up, we got some feedback um, from uh, the message boards. Silktail wrote in and says, hey, Super Robot Wars BMW sounds like it should be a Transformers spinoff. Do they have any Transformers in Super Robot Wars, Alice? No, because no. Hasbro sucks. Oh, really? Yes. They've had stuff from they've had stuff from Tomy before, but not Hasbro. Yeah, because they featured Zoid's Genesis in Super Robot Wars K. That stinks. But no Transformers. Much like They're anything close. related to Zoids. The the closest thing that you'll get to Transformers is probably the uh, the robot sidekicks in Gal Gygar, who I think were done by the same designer. Hmm. I mean, seriously, they look like Transformers, and they are functionally Transformers. Just watch Gal Gygar. It's a good series. Okay, sounds good. Um, Even the early ones that were clearly for nine-year-olds... <laughs> So I've yes. learned that if you subscribe to Scrib D, you can um, download. And oh wait, I'm thinking of other older Brave shows that were not as good. Galgagar is yeah. rad. So I've learned yeah, Gal is rad. If you subscribe to ScribD.com for nine dollars a month, you can read all the Transformers comics from IDW, and they've got all the old Marvel comics as well. Is this worth doing? Do either of you know? Um, IDW's current slate of Transformers comics is pretty solid. Okay. They're doing some fun things. But what with about Megatron the classic right ones? Now. Are the classic ones any good to read through? The old Marvel ones? Yes. Um, Which they have on there well, as well. Well, you won't get the one where they cross over with Spider-Man. Right. They pulled out all the all the crossover ones that are non-Hasbro characters. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's Wait okay. a minute. Seriously? There yes. Was a cro yes. Wow. Yes. yes. Spider-Man uh, and Transformers. Because Marvel, yes, Marvel was doing the comics. Would couldn't it was impossible for marvel to launch a series without having spider-man in honestly two issues like they they transformers was, was surprisingly restrained i think spider-man didn't show up till like 10 or 11 you know 
That's Spider-Man. He shows up in things and starts cracking wise. Yep. Oh, the Transformers wiki probably has a really amusing write-up on this. I should probably go oh, find it. Almost certainly. Almost certainly. Those guys are great. Um, uh, the old Marvel stuff is kind of like... It's very much in the vein of the original cartoon, but slightly better. Just okay. because uh, there are story arcs as opposed to... Megatron has a plan that makes no sense to harvest Edgener John... Starscream betrays him, but somehow doesn't get punished for it. Um, right. Peter Cullen says something that inspiring. sounds inspiring. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it should be inspiring. <laughs> okay. Did you play uh, the new Transformers game, Scott? Uh, no, I have not oh. picked it up yet. I keep meaning to. But yeah, you totally like should. It's in Redbox right? if you just don't have any money. Just rent it for a night. Try the try it out of Redbox. Oh, wait. That do you have those in Canada? Oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we do. Okay. Um, there's one at the Shoppers Drug Mart near my house. Yeah, hey, Chris even knows what a Shoppers Drug Mart <laughs> I is. I do. <laughs> That's where Canada goes for all its drugs. <laughs> and, <laughs> and some of its shopping. <laughs> that pro- Okay, uh, Silktail goes on to say that Project Zero game sounds appropriate for a spooky extra life stream. Something to keep you up late at night, I guess. I don't remember what that was, but... And uh, they also recommend we stream Back to the Future game, like the new Telltale Games remake. Um, uh, except you aren't playing late enough to go back in time, which would be 2 a.m. <laughs> well, 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 the suggestion would be to play it at 2 a.m. and then the, the hour goes back. Oh, right. right? <laughs> you know, 88 miles an hour. Serious shit. All right. So enough of that. Uh, if you'd like to send feedback for the show, there are three ways for you to do it. Podcaststarpingamer.com is the primary way. Send us an email there. Um, we are the monitoring email, again. Yeah, the email yeah. account is clean. It's so. it's working again. Um, don't send us spam. We get enough of that. <laughs> Additionally, you can post on our message boards at forums.rpgamer.com. Uh, go to the latest update section. You'll find the show thread right in there. And then finally, 608-729-4098. 608-729-4098. That's the voicemail. You can leave a message, and we'll play it right here on the show. Also, yes. if you think this is cool and that you could totally do it, keep watching because we're actually going to be um, adding some new hosts to the podcast. So stay oh, yeah. tuned for stay that. Stay tuned for that. Um, all right. Now for the new releases. Coming out this week, we've got Human Resource Machine. I don't know what that is, but it sounds... Uh, it's a game about... Uh, oh, I do know what it is. We looked at the this. The Little Inferno guys make a game about coding that is a satire of modern consumerism because they're the Little Inferno guys, and that's what they do. That's what they do. <laughs> that, well, that means they're also the world of goo guys. Yes. 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 Guy, really. Guy. Okay. So they make a... Which is a resource management game, right? Mm. Is the uh, gameplay well, a resource management or what? The, the gameplay is actually, it's actually about coding. It's you have a little minion and he has to move uh, letters around and you have to give him instructions and the instructions are, um, it, the instructions and how you give them is a rudimentary coding language. Oh, cool. All right. And yeah, then so the gameplay is like, make it efficient, make it fat. Like it, you have to it's do It's basically a version times. of TIS-100, but with graphics. Okay. Yes. Whatever that is. And satire of modern consumer culture. Of course. All right, Hyper uh, de- uh, no? T- yeah. I was going to say TIS-100 is what the guy who made uh, Space Gem went and made. Okay. Oh. That, I thought Space Gem came first. It did. No, second. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I see that on Steam, so I don't know what that means. I just I've heard of it. Is that any good? What TIS-100 or Space Chem? Uh well, Space Chem, how much do you like chemistry? TIS-100, oh. how much do you like programming language from the 70s? 
Oh dear. What is Is this a game? This looks boring. Oh, it's it's a game, but okay. it's it, it does kind of require working knowledge of how or sort of how registry code works. Okay. And not registry, um assembly Registered, code works. Yeah. Registers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth 3 V Generation hits Windows. Anna will make me buy it in the next Steam sale and then continue to oh. not play any of those games. Um, well, if you insist. Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition, because the best name ever, Definitive. Definitive uh, Edition. Coming out the 27th. Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition's out this week. Woo! Another top-down PC RPG. Um, I've, got, I've got a PC copy of that. I will... So do Play I. that eventually. <laughs> I will be playing it this week at least a little. Um, and that's got co-op. So more things you need to schedule with friends. Gladiators Online, Death Before Dishonor. I don't know what that is. Nice title, though. Halo 5's out on the 27th. <laughs> Lords of the Fallen, Complete Edition. Uh, yeah. Minecraft Story Mode Episode 1 comes out, which actually looks kind of good. Yeah, uh, there's a couple people I know that are playing it, and they have nothing but good things to well, say Well, did it hit it. earlier than these release dates, maybe? Mm, I don't know. Okay. Most I think the PC I've... might already be out. Okay. okay. So is yeah, it most of the people PC, that I'm following that, that have been playing it would be in all likelihood to get a review copy, so I didn't think much of it. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, it looks cool. Pat Nelswell's in it, but as normal, these things are 90 minutes, and you're going to wait months for next episode, and so maybe you want to wait for them all to be out, um, in which case your better um, option is to go play through all of Tales of the Borderlands, because that's completely out, or all of Life is Strange, because I think that's completely out. Yeah, the, the fifth part of that finally dropped. Yeah. Um, MX versus ATV Supercross Encore, whatever that is. WWE 2K16. Albert. That game looks so bad. WWE. Literally, the visuals. The, oh, it's really? running on an Xbox, right? <laughs> hey, well, it's, two, they've got 2K15 looks pretty good. Sixteen, and I'm seeing. I'm waiting for PC version anyway. Eleven things we've learned from the early beta reviews. Eleven boobs have their own physics. Uh, oh, this is a this is a top ten list for clicks, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I hate this. What the menus Still will look like? Hate. Okay, I'm closing this. Um, <laughs> when they talk about what the menus will, Elbert and Otto episode one, whatever that is, Chaos Reborn on PC, Zoom Beanies. I'm I, afraid of that title. Galax Z comes out for PC. Alice, did you ever pick up Galaxy? Uh, no. It it's sounds like, like a, something that you wanted me to play at PAX at some point. Galaxy is kind of one of these space animes, you know, where is you transfer. This, trans- the this is the one that they. The Shogun guy? This is the one they made it sound like you were just in a ship um, flying around, and then it turns out it's actually a Gundam that transforms. Oh. And they didn't uh, reveal that till the game came out, and now they got a PC version. Oh, it, it, it's a twin stick shooter. Yeah, uh, sort of. It's a roguelike. Though, okay. now they're adding a mode where you can play it episodically, so you can actually get through all the episodes, even if you die. So, yes, go look into that. You might actually care about it. If you like Voltron and Gundams, um, assuming that you're cool with the gameplay style, you'd probably be into this. Uh, Trails in the Sky, second chapter comes out, of course. Binding of Isaac, Afterbirth, whatever that is. An expansion. See, it plays a lot like Zelda, but we don't cover it because uh, arguments consistent for we consistency do, we do always cover fail. Binding of Isaac, I thought. No. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Um, it doesn't have the good music anyway, right? So who cares? They ruined that game. I, I hate Rebirth versus the original. They just ruined that game. 
And I think, it, honestly, I think Speaking a lot of, of it rebirth falls on the, and things we hate. Oh, we already talked about Dimension that. Hyper Dimension Neptunia Rebirth. No, we already, we already mentioned it. I put that on the list twice accidentally. Bald okay. Boy, <laughs> um, followed by Monster High New Ghoul in School. <laughs> Whatever that I is. I fear. <laughs> it's coming out for PS3, Wii, Wii U, 360, and 3DS. So that tells you what, what it's aiming at. You get to play as a guy or a girl that joins Monster High, and you can join extracurricular activities and you have to make sure that you go to all of your classes. Anna, why do you know about all this? Because Little Orbits. Ah! <laughs> you want to plug it? No. Okay. <laughs> Mega Coin Squad comes out for PS4. Um, River City Super Sports Challenge All-Star Special. <sighs> what? That's what it says. I don't know what it is. Have you heard of this? Because I haven't. No, but I hope it's a I hope it is the sports ball spinoff of River City Ransom and you still just punch people. Is this actually, Anna? You know about Hang this. Hang on. What was the name of the game? River City Super Sports Challenge All-Stars Special. Hang on. Rivers? I think it might actually be related to River City Ransom. Let's see. What was it? River City Super Sports Challenge, Challenge All-Star, All-Star Special. Special. <laughs> yes, this is in the same universe. Okay. Because look at those characters, Chris. Oh, yeah, that is Oh, that's totally, totally Cunio. Yeah, yeah, this is all part of the Cunio universe. So there you go. Um, yeah, so that's that's hitting for PS4. Um, it should be out on PC already or soon or something because they also made a PC version of that, but not now, I guess, um, unless it's already out. I don't know. Whatever. Thing. Someone could go check, but I'm not going to. <laughs> WRC5, if you want to play a World Rally Championship. Ascent of Kings on the eShop. Color Bombs on the eShop. Cutie Pets Pick Berries on the eShop. <laughs> Cutie... P- Wait, what? Cutie Pets Pick Pick Berries. That's what it is. Cutie Pets Pick Berries. Uh, it's a farming sim for your cutie pets. It's a f- uh, please tell me that's not what it is. Uh, it has five a scary bucks. man deer Five in bucks it. says I'm right. Um, you got to go check out the art for this game because it's strange. Um, it has a naked man deer running through the forest posing while you... <laughs> Pick what? berries. Yes, I'm not kidding. Oh I'm my god, that kidding. is a naked deer man. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, it's They're a going... farming sim. It seems to be some sort of match three puzzle thing. Yes, with weird aesthetic. With naked man deer, guys. <laughs> They're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh god, why did I do this? <laughs> Fatal Frame Maiden of Black, wa- uh, black Water is out for the eShop or and I now guess now available without those weird distracting terrible fan service costumes. Oh yeah. Oh fan right cuz they pulled that out. Service. Slender the Arrival hits Wii U for 10 bucks. Super Ghouls and Ghosts is hitting the virtual All right, console. Now, can we go back and discuss oh. Battle Frame for a minute? Oh yeah, go ahead. Because I don't understand why people are upset and I really want someone to educate me on this. See okay, there, there there's a camp that's going to say that no matter if you make a change, it's censorship. If, if Chris decides to cut like four minutes because we're just ram talking in circles, that's censorship. Yeah. He decided to do it, and it's better for the game, better for the podcast, but he's censored us. Well, the developers didn't decide this. Nintendo decided this, right? Yeah, but I think they agreed. Okay. <laughs> this, this is not Nintendo of America just swooping into make the game worse by well are they cutting it because it wouldn't play well in this market in which case it kind of is censorship or are they cutting it because you know well not really is censorship because the government isn't saying to do it maybe 
Yeah. Maybe this isn't the best way to phrase it, but I'm going to throw a question at you and you can tell me whether it's it. Why does it matter if your girls can run around with their titties hanging out when this is a survival horror game? Well, because have you not watched a horror movie? Yeah, but this is not desperation. Oh, I have to escape in a towel. This is I have elected as the player to play the whole thing in in frilly goth lolly lingerie. (laughs) It's it's always back to the goth lolly, isn't it? It is. Hey, if it keeps coming to me, I'm going to point at it and be like, goth lollies. (laughs) Because, I mean, I could totally get on board if, say, for example, they cut a boss. Hey, that's like significant content. Why would you remove that? But a bikini? Hey, if I had the body for it. <laughs> All right. And if you wandered around in that in the middle of my haunted house, I'd be like, hey, go God play Lally. until ga- dawn. That's not the game for this right now. So. Okay. I just, if someone has a better explanation, I really want to hear it. Not beca- because I feel like I'm dismissing this without hearing the other side of the argument. What? That there was content in the game that they pulled out for the U.S. release for seemingly no reason. Isn't that the other argument? Yeah, but I just don't understand why it matters. Like, in this day and age, can't we start having all the content the Japanese get? Even if I don't really want it ever? Yeah, well, it's not for... Just because you don't want it doesn't mean someone else doesn't want it, right? Yeah, but I'm arguing from... They they can argue in their interest, I can argue in mine. <laughs> you, you Are you really better off not having it in the game, do you think? Well, they have offered me in replace of this. What they dress up like Yoshi or something? Oh, do they? Yeah, they added which is something other which costumes. is still something I don't want. So they added new costumes for the North America version. Yes. Weird. They yes. replaced the bikinis. They well, that feels more like censorship to me. Well, like voluntary, but like we want to not fall fall of certain groups. Also, well, we're Nintendo of America. We're family friendly. Right. Even with our horror games. Even with an M-rated game? Yeah, I don't buy it. Whatever. Really? Gravity Falls Legend of the Gnome Gamulets is, or Gemulets is coming out for 30 bucks. Gunslugs 2 is on the eShop. Wisdom, spelled with a Z, is out on the eShop. 200% Mixed Juice is coming out on Steam. Actually, I think it's out right now on Steam, um, which is an Orange Juice Universe thing, which I don't really know much about, but anime. I'm going to learn of this. <laughs> yeah? Okay. I will learn of this. Okay, $7. That's what I know right now. Yep. It's an RPG. That's all I know. It's based on the 100% orange juice and other things going on. I don't know what's going on. There's some whole thing there, and I don't know if it's all PC games or if it's an anime or what, but there's like a whole... It feels like Toho. Like There's some whole big community around this thing that I know nothing about. Which game? I wouldn't be surprised. Orange juice and 100% orange juice and 200% mixed juice and I don't know what else is going on with these characters. Who made this? Some indie developer. Okay. Uh Auto- you own this game. You you own I the have, first game. I have I have 100% it. orange juice cuz I got it as an indie thing, but that 100% orange juice is not the same. That's like a board game featuring characters from the franchises that this comes from. Okay. And then 200% mixed juice is an RPG featuring these characters, which I don't know. Weird. Dude, I don't get I don't know what orange juice is. I haven't seen it. I don't know what the other series that they're pulling characters from are. All I know is that it's not a sequel to Lemonade Stand, so bugger it. Correct. Uh if you want something more like that, Auto Dealership Tycoon is coming out for five dollars. There we go. Command Northern Inferno, whatever that is. Degeneration HD. I don't know what that is. Deathless, the city's thirst. 
Flight of the Paladin, Gianna Sisters, Gnomes vs. Fairies, Heavy Fire Shattered Spear, Infinite Gameworks Episode 1, Kingdoms, Mew Complex, Networm, Knocked, Outpost 13, Pink Hour, big release of RPG Maker MV. Look forward to this influencing all the indie RPGs you see for the next five years. Shadows of the Vatican Act 2 Wrath, Cinerun, System Shock Enhanced Edition, The Park, The Troma Project, Tracks and Turrets, Void and Meddler, Voxel Blast, Zombie Yay, Voxel Graphics. Yeah. <laughs> Zombie Exodus and uh, Zumbinis, which I feel like we mentioned already. So <laughs> we mentioned that already. I, I I'm afraid go. of that name. <laughs> Those are your PC releases and other releases for the next week. Um and with that, I escape here. I think we're good. Uh, I want to do another plug for Extra Life. Please donate because these kids need help. They need healing. They need research money. They need games and things to entertain them and keep them happy while they're recovering in hospital. They need you to help them. So please help heal the kids. Donate to us at extra-life.org slash team slash rpgamer or where's your team link, Scott? Okay. Jeez. Make me look things up. You should have it memorized. How are you going to plug it to people? I hit the share button, and then it goes. <laughs> it goes. It goes. Well, then just donate to Team RP Gamer, then. <laughs> He's still looking. Yeah, okay. It's extralife.org slash index.cfm question mark fuse action equal donor oh, drive dot team and ampersand team ID equals 20832. You don't have a short, Earl? No. Apparently not. <laughs> what do they search for? Team Frozen Puppy? Team... Uh, Echo Base Productions. Echo Base Productions. Right. I don't know where Frozen Puppy came from. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you should, you should do that now. Team, they smelled bad on the outside. Um, let's see. Um, feedback, podcast, arpingamer.com, 608-729-4098, or forums at arpingamer.com. Thank you to Scott Wachter for being on this week and telling us all about Sword Coast Legends. Um, thank you, Alice Wilkinson, for being on and telling us how she did not successfully deliver missiles in Eve Online. Thank hey, you. Hey, I, I, I do. I there, there is some stuff coming out about Eve Online. Oh, what's that? Well, there's a big meetup in Vegas going on at the moment, okay. and CCP are dropping all of their like plans for the next six months. Anything interesting? Uh, well, there's the Citadel stuff, the stuff that they're um, putting out to replace the current player-owned Starbases crap that they've got. Um, the capital ship rebalance and also brain in a box is coming out next week. Anything that will uh, enhance your ability to deliver missiles? Uh, well, brain uh, in a box, brain in a box will like probably on. something for Valkyrie and Project Legion two. Uh, Project Legion, I think, is dead. Okay, I think it has been for like a year or so now. Um, Who knows? Maybe they some keep more... promising things aren't dead for the better part of a part of a decade yet you're still unhappy about world of darkness online aren't you i wanted to play it so i could make fun of vampires live (laughs) sorry um but yeah uh so capital ship rebalance brain in a box well brain in a box might make make things a little bit quicker oh yeah what's that yeah it's it's basically it's a server-side code rewrite that aims to eliminate some of the uh pressure on the main cpu node on their servers during like heavy load oh cool so in other words making uh large gatherings not 
slow the servers down quite so much, not have to face the wrath of tie-dye. Time dilation. Yeah. So, basically, it's a reworking of legacy code that handles uh, skills, which is the reason why it's called Brain in the Box. Ah, all right. Cool. So, it sounds promising. I mean, from tests on the test server, at least. But apparently, they're putting a production version of it out onto the servers next week. So, uh, the Citadels are plan- apparently are coming early next year. And don't know when. Don't know about the capital ship rework. And they're doing a bigger um, dump of information about that tomorrow. Alrighty. Well, uh, thanks everybody for watching. The next time we he- uh, you hear from us, it's going to be extra lifetime. Woo! So uh, please donate and please uh, join. Watch us, even if you can't donate. Just cheer us on because uh, help us get through that. It's going to be a big long weekend, so we need help. Um, and with that, we're going to sign off and see you next week, everybody. 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Till then. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye now. Extra long.